0: indeed we are live and ready to go
1: welcome to snn war where we take anime that we all watch throughout the week and review it and let you know what our picks of the best anime episodes of the week are now in the, our first episode what we're going to do today is we're going to go over our top 10 anime that we've watched for 2023 what we got with us today is Yante the giant yes sir mike nice to meet you though and emperor will, will be joining us later on i'm kim Pocci, and welcome to war
0: absolutely do, do we need do we need to roll the og theme song
1: yeah go ahead roll that
0: all right <laughs> Sir, we are back, and Will is on his way, so he'll be popping in just shortly. I am sharing this to the group so people from the group can watch this, and then we should have the ball rolling.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's now War, episode one. It snuck up on me a little bit.
1: It did, it did.
0: There we go. See, episode one. All right, cool. I'm good to go. So we start start with your start off with your list, or or start with your ten or one.
1: Let's start at ten, and uh, we'll go ahead and I'll I'll read mine off. Uh, number ten, what I picked was Hell's Paradise. Uh, Mappa really did a great job with the animation in it. Uh, the story's just getting started. Uh, we're learning the characters. But uh, it's a real interesting concept, like people are all going to die, but fight for this and maybe you'll live. It's completely insane what's going on in the the islands they go to, but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed watching that whole series, the whole first season of that
0: yeah i forgot the name of the island that they're going to uh dang it's a lot of things that i don't remember but i do remember like uh damn i forgot the characters names too so, shit. <laughs> so one one guy with white hair main character and then he's got Gaby like maru. this got gabi maru and then there's the the girl that that has like his executioner that uh, follows him around and has to keep an eye on him and whatnot. Gary, is, is it Gary? The Gary. Oh, sub Gary. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. Man, it's been a little bit too long since I've seen that show. It's um, <laughs> the series or season one ended mm-hmm. what back in May. It, it, yeah, it was it exactly had a, been. Ago. I, yeah,
1: I, a couple months ago. A couple. I smoked way too much pot to remember what month that ended in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <What>? I, it, <laughs> I said, I smoked way too much pot to remember what month that ended in. I'm sorry. Oh, I, yeah, it is... <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand.
0: I understand because, uh, yeah, a couple months to uh, people like us is probably like 5,000 years. So.
1: <laughs> it feels like it sometimes.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> like a long forgotten memory since then. I agree with Kimpachi. It was such a good show to come out, especially with the uh, the last of the three of the uh, dark mangas coming out: Chainsaw Man, JJK, and then Hell's Paradise was just another topping on the cake. It was it's just as good as the other two. And yeah, I can't wait until season two comes out.
0: I like my my dark
2: animes; those three are like perfect at the moment.
0: You have to see some bodies drop on the show for sure. Nobody's (laughs) safe.
1: The I, I wouldn't say like I'm like oh I love everything to be gory, but it's really cool when they find interesting ways to slaughter people. And Hell's Paradise really excelled in that, from having flowers pop out all over your body, like out of your eyeball and shit, to like just slicing people into pieces with them, like they're just they go to stick their hands out and all of a sudden. Their arms are cut in ten pieces. It's like, wow. And it like I said, it wasn't super I mean, it was bloody, obviously, but it wasn't like over the top gory. It was just it was yeah. <clears throat> dark is the perfect word for it.
2: Yeah. It, it was gory, been. but it was true to a story, so it wasn't gore for gore's sake.
1: Right. That's it. It wasn't true. it wasn't overly gory. It was gore to the fact that this is what would happen if these things were going on, so. All right, so that was my number 10. Let's go on, uh, Deontay, Mike, who wants to go next?
0: Uh, you wanna go, uh, Mike?
2: Uh, I'll go with Demon Slayer. The nice. pinnacle of animation. <laughs> just calm, just can't falter. Everything looked gorgeous, apart from the CGI fish. Monsters—they looked a bit weird. <laughs> Absolutely. I was actually
1: going to bring that up because it was my one critique on the whole season: was those fish. And I—I I was just like, man, out of everything else, was so good. And you got
2: this. Bog-eyed fish, just staring at you. <laughs> yeah. It was like one eye's going to, to the left, the other between. eye's going to the right. It's <laughs> like um, lazy-eyed fish.
1: <laughs> what is that Pokemon that when you get enough of those goes into Gyarados?
2: Oh, Magikarp.
1: Magic Carp. That's what they reminded me of. They're like a, a blue CG Magikarp from Pokemon. I'm like, with legs. I'm like, what are you doing here? Go away. It's like going around
0: eating people and whatnot. It's like, wait a minute. I don't even think they have teeth. like, how are they eating people? Well, I guess they're demon fish, so uh, that... that, that I guess they're a little bit deformed and whatnot, and chowing down.
1: Right. You would think some of them swordsmith guys might. Somebody might be strong enough to maybe like fight. But now they all just lay down and die.
0: Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> yeah, you want to take a bite out of me? Go right ahead.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Goodness. But yeah, uh, Sword Sword Swordsmith Village is definitely one of my favorite arcs from the manga. Uh, Sword Swordsmith Village, you have to see the love Hashira in action, the mist Hashira, uh, all their different Miteri. breathing techniques. Yeah,
2: Meituri's uh, hot hot spring scene. Oh, had to keep that in. <laughs> Whew. I,
0: I, I, thought, I thought they were joking. Uh, there was a lot of hinting to it about about it on the internet. I was like, they're not going to show that in the anime. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Well,
2: I, I think a lot of Demon Slayer fans may have boycotted the whole season if they didn't get to see mystery in a uh, glory. Whew! Man. Lots of glory.
0: Looks <laughs> like Emperor Will's about to hop in shortly. But but while, while we're waiting on him, Real fast, I'll go on to my number 10. Uh, my number 10 is The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. And that is season three to be specifically. Uh, this was a great comeback in Redemption for season two because I hated season two. And I, I kind of got to the point during season two where I just let it be background noise while I'm doing other stuff. And uh, me watching uh sub and not looking at the subtitles that kind of says a lot it's just like I just don't care what any of the characters have to say right now stuff got a little bit weird and then season three kind of just ran laps around season two it's so much better uh being able to understand uh the plot a little bit better uh you get the you get to go back to the, what made you fall in love with this series season one. Like you get to see now for me being a little bit more wholesome than usual. But then you see him being untrusting, being his usual self. And they've done a great job sticking to his uh, personality in uh, his relationships with Philo and Raftalia. Uh, they introduced another big bad for this season, which is the Phoenix and just like for season two they had like the spirit tortoise i believe they called it or the earth tortoise something like that and they had to kill that originally and this villain named Cairo, i think keo or Cairo. and then this season we haven't really well i guess i if you would if you would uh claim anything maybe the character that they call bitch. i can't remember her real name but uh She's kind of like the big bad of this season, almost outside of the, the Phoenix that uh, uh, the four heroes going to have to face eventually. And the story is told so much better now. And I, I really appreciate the studios, like, owning up to their mistake and uh, cleaning up behind it.
2: I'm glad you said that, because I haven't watched Rise of the Sh- Shield Hero Season 3, because two just bought me so i may actually give her a watch with what you've just said yeah, as, as you so said good. it was background noise for me i, I yeah. wasn't interested i was like dude why why is this so dull I, I
0: think
1: that there's something you both might have missed in like the last two episodes because they really gave uh leftalia a power boost right at the end with uh, the uh, some of the sword arcs that she learned in that other world it was the only interesting thing in season two. I'll tell you why season three is better than season two was. Is because you know that I don't give a fuck attitude that Ifumi had in the first season, where like, if, I mean, he named old girl bitch. Okay, the queen's yeah. daughter can no longer be referred to as it's Melly or Mary or something like that. You have to call her bitch. That's her legal name now. Like, in, yeah. in that world, that's how you <laughs> that's how even person. her own mother has
0: to call her bitch. <laughs>
1: right. And uh, yeah, she's kind of back in it again, but uh, she really is still kind of just background noise, I think. I think the Phoenix is going to be the big bad in it. Uh, But I really, I like the story arc that they've done with, like, the other heroes, how it was, you know, the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero and his group uh, that took care of everything when the turtle was there, and everyone knows that. And the other three heroes, uh, you know, they all went and did their thing, and they were not there when that happened. Or if they were, they got waylaid, and... That's where this next season is picking up is you know what happened to those guys and he's trying to put them back together because the i think it was actually in season one when they met the master of philo the like philo queen uh, F- yeah
0: yeah the philolio queen
1: yeah the philolio queen and she told them that the heroes have to work together to beat these things or else his spell's due for the kingdom.
0: She's you know, like, yeah.
1: he's going to have to come and kill them. She's,
0: She's like, like I, I will kill there, all four of you. Right.
1: So, like, he's got to go get them back together and get them ready to take care of the Phoenix, They else you know, he knows what the end result is of them not taking care of their duty.
0: Facts.
1: And uh, I think the best thing is that He has a level of petty that if if, 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 I know I'm not saying it right, Ifumi is something like that, uh, but he has a level of petty, and like when he named her bitch that you see come through, like just, you know, some things happen in the village. I don't know if y'all picked up on it, but he has a whole like kingdom now. He's like a count over a lord over a portion of the kingdom. Yeah. So he has an area that he's responsible for uh yeah yeah it's it's uh yeah you'll you'll enjoy it it's definitely a lot better than season two He got back to that level of petty
0: yeah i missed that now for me for sure like seeing his interaction with the other cardinal heroes is hilarious like i know ren the sword hero is kind of like going through some stuff because he went through some tragedies back in season two that were kind of off screen and we didn't know about until now and then Spirit Hero, he kind of had his own uh, tragedy with like losing his crewmates and all the women not being interested in him in, anymore. So, uh, I, I don't know what happened to the Arrow Hero. They haven't really gone into what, what where he's at at the moment, but uh, nope. But yeah, Raftalia did get the powers of the Katana, Katana uh, Weapon Basil, I believe. The Oh, Katana Basil Hero. From the other worlds and she Fantastic. kept that power and she is pretty op with that sword now
1: yeah yeah uh i i don't want to go into a lot of it i don't want to spoil any of it yeah. or as little of it as we can for mike because he hasn't watched it yet but uh i definitely think that you'll enjoy this season a lot more man absolutely i'll All give right, it a
0: watch so- as i said
1: so, is Will coming back? Do you want to wait on him, or do we go ahead and go to number nine?
0: Uh, we'll probably just slide to number nine. Uh, Will, Will had to restart his laptop, so he should be in a little bit.
1: All right. My number nine uh, is uh, another newer one that is only on his sixth or seventh episode. It's called Shangri-La Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard of it Deontay have you heard of it Mike
2: I've heard of it I haven't started it yeah there's still so many on a list that I still need to get through but it's <laughs> definitely on there
0: Yeah, I've oh, been
2: bringing it. out too much good anime lately it's like the the best years for anime has been the past few years
1: it definitely for has sure. I, I, I am blessed but not so much I'm disabled so, uh, my job is kind of watching anime. Uh, is what I've you know taken upon myself. Uh, I have other things that I do, but I've watched about. Generally, it's between twenty and and thirty uh, weekly anime. So, damn, this season it is twenty seven that I'm watching a week. Yeah, each week so I keep up uh, so, I've got Rocky
2: numbers. I need to get those numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> I need to step my game up too.
1: I Like I said, man, I love anime and it's what, like, I, I I watch a lot of it while I'm laying here and working on stuff on the computer for Jen's business. My ex-wife is my roommate and she runs a business and I do her I'd take care of her website and do her labels and stuff like that for her so I can lay in bed and not put stress on my body and watch anime and work on my computer stuff. So, yeah, you know.
2: That sounds like, like the life right there. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I, I can't jealous. lie. I, I did say I was, it was a little blessed. So, uh, and I've got two great kids that uh, they don't like all the anime that I like, but uh, they both have their own interests in things. So, you know, I, my 14-year-old, I love getting his opinions on stuff. He cracks me up.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah. When I met him, he was he was re- ready to go in on a couple anime that, uh, that you and I both haven't watched yet. So he was pretty knowledgeable about his stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like. I never watched this one called Wonder Egg Priority that he really wants me to watch. Uh, but he's like, it's a sad anime. And I'm like, and I don't really like anime that makes me cry. I mean, <laughs> can you, can somebody get, like, bloodied up in it? No. It, it, and it's going to make me cry. Man, this doesn't sound like i got the <laughs> anime I've been watching, so...
0: He, he found your kryptonite. <laughs> he did, but now
1: I've actually heard it's really good. I'm going to watch it eventually.
0: <laughs> true, true.
1: All right, let's yeah. go on to it. I'm sorry, I get the rambling. life Frontier, it's an easy cake. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess we would have to say it's an easy cake. He plays uh, Full Dive MMO RPG and his thing, the MC loves trash video games, and uh, he goes, in all his games, he goes by Sun Rocky. so I don't even remember his real name, I'm calling him Sun Rocky. but uh, he plays all these other games, and he's been in, you know, like, just one through him. he's a great video game player, pop skill, when I say trash video games, I'm talking games that have, like, Glitches and hang-ups that you'll sit there for hours, and he'll just bang through it, do what he's got to do to get through it and finish the game. And someone challenges him to take on this new game called Shangri-La Frontier, and they refer to it as a god-tier game. It's just the it is the newest, best thing out. It, and uh, even he gets into it, and he's like, "Man, like I've been playing for." hours and there's not even a single glitch. This is great, you know? Uh, Because of the way he does things, he starts unlocking stuff that nobody else has done. He plays a really unique style. I am not going to go into a lot of it. It is an action comedy for sure. I wouldn't say it's like one Piece level of going to be One Piece level of longevity, but like if you think of some of the funniest scenes, how hard you laugh at some of the funniest scenes in One Piece, you will laugh that hard at scenes in this anime. It is yeah. it is really top notch comedy, and the action and animation are right there as well. So uh, it is as far from a dark anime as you can possibly get. <laughs> yeah, I just started
0: Shangri La uh, a couple days ago. So I made it up to uh, episode three so far. And it, was, it, it looks pretty impressive for Isekai. Yeah, uh, Sunraku, he's pretty, he, he's kind of a beast. Like he, he he's that good at video games that he's actually enjoying himself in his God tier game now. And he's acquiring uh, items that he needs, he's leveling up taking out bosses and whatnot and it, it gives you the the essential spirit of the isekai for sure uh i think this show does stand out from the rest of them uh i think by the time i'm finally caught up uh to where you're at now and where the, the season is at like I, I i probably shouldn't have any complaints about it because shield hero and shangri-la are like uh two of my favorite isekai so far and i don't like that many isekai so that that's a that's high praise
2: i've got one isekai that i pour above the rest and that's the slime incarnated
0: it's so good man great storytelling
2: yeah can't wait for the next season to come out i watched the (laughs) film i think it was earlier this
1: year did you watch the three episodes special that just came out
2: no Uh oh They came it. out about last week, didn't they? Yeah, two it was, week or well, two, ago.
1: It was uh, two weeks ago, I think uh, It's yeah. called Dishes of uh, it It is number 11 on my list It's the, the first of my honourable mentions Honourable
2: mentions Yeah yeah. I, did, I need a list I need a list of all these ones I haven't watched yet So we can catch up and talk about it Yeah <laughs> Our for authors, sure
1: media. well actually they're in the chat uh if you want to copy that list that i sent in. oh i'm
2: ones. writing them down as we go right now yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like I got, I got some work to do after this dream <laughs>
2: yeah
1: all right so then uh,
2: 10 hours like, straight hard work anime watching that's what i'm doing <laughs> <after this.
1: laughs> yeah they were uh joking in a one of the discord groups the other day about someone's like yeah, you know, I need to catch up on one piece, and it's nine hundred episodes. I didn't even go into the fact that there are two hundred episodes behind. It's actually more like eleven hundred now. But beyond that, I was like, they're like nine hundred episodes. How do you even catch up on that? A whole bunch of people chimed in, uh, busting on it. And I was like, nine hundred episodes? Blimps. I watched that in a weekend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has that same excuse, man. Like, I won't watch One Piece because of too many episodes, even though Naruto Shippuden wasn't that far behind. If you count the whole Naruto series all together, you're pretty damn close to One Piece. And then Dragon Dragon Ball
2: series 2 is up that, uh, it's up that pretty high in numbers, too. No, for sure. The problem with Naruto is like, what is it, 52% filler or something like Wait, Silly like that.
0: Oh, uh, Sh- Shippuden got kind of outrageous with fillers for a little bit. Uh...
1: Yeah. And Boruto. Let's not even talk about that 80% filler rate. They don't even oh, call okay. it filler no more. It's anime only episode.
2: Jesus However, Christ. Boruto, Boruto manga is fire. That oh, is, my God. The manga is so one? good. Two Blue Vortex?
0: Yeah. Oh, man they went crazy with that shout out to kishimoto for that
2: for sure uh, do you think minato's yeah, back teaching them flying Russian? uh he might be <laughs> i don't think like minato
1: himself is back but i have this feeling that uh we don't know everything there is to know about that i mean this is spoilers for anybody who hasn't read the newest episode or read the newest uh, issue oh. of the manga.
2: Have read you it. not read it? I've read it. So good.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, and Koji. We don't know everything there is to know about Kashinkoji Koji yet. We know he's a clone of Jiraiya, but he also has like scientific ninja tools that Amado put in him and stuff like that. We don't know what all he's capable of. So what has he been teaching Naruto? Obviously, either Sasuke or Kashin Koji taught him the Flying Raijin, is what I figured.
2: I've got a theory. Kashin Koji being a clone could have the same memories as Jiraiya. And Jiraiya may have known how to do Flying Raijin, but couldn't pull her off because he saw Minito do it so many times. It's mm-hmm. like some people can play football. Some people teach football just because they're not as good, they can still teach someone to be that good. So, Kashin Koji well, might, right. might know the technique, just can't use it.
1: That's that's actually a very good point because we don't know what Jiraiya's or Kashin Koji's level of release and, you know, like, his lightning release, like, how much, how adept he is at that. And since so that is what I believe the. Uh, element of Flying Rajin
2: uses is Lightning. So uh, I don't think it's an elemental release. I think it's just that it'll be a yin-yang because it'll be yeah, using your imagination to make a physical transportation somewhere else. It wouldn't be a, a Lightning. It'd just be yin-yang. Kind of okay. like Izanagi and Izanami.
1: I mean, I understand that, yeah. I just, I I thought that for some reason, I thought that there was, like, I I thought that's why they used the name Thunder God with it, is because uh, it was, it used... Lightning, like lightning like, uh, ninjutsu uh right but that doesn't mean anything they can say whatever it is whatever mm-hmm. they want to do. <laughs> so. well yeah
2: you've all all remember minuto's uh combo for sasuke and naruto scorch release flaming whatever he said it was called. man he, he likes his long names he does
0: he, he, he... Sasuke's attack move pool, as far as attacks go, is incredible. I, I love them. They have crazy names, um, and and what what they do is even crazier. So that's I I I'm I'm not really a Sasuke fan, but I love his move pool.
2: Oh yeah, Amaterasu and Kage so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Whoa. no. Next number nine is on you, Mike. Okay, so this one I've put on the list. It's not really an anime, but it is. It's Netflix. Records of Ragnarok. I thought the fight in there was was so good. Jackal and uh, what's it called Jack the Ripper versus Hercules was such a good fight.
0: Oh man, Will's going to be mad he missed that. Uh,
2: that's,
0: he that's like one of his favorite animes of all time
2: it's just the fight scenes are just it, it just goes so hard and some of them and then the backstories that it gives you of the characters as well i know some of it is not real if you know what i mean they over exaggerate the history but they're basing them on actual real people which is so such an awesome idea
0: yeah it's so yeah. It, it's, it's like the the fun healthy part of it, because you're learning just a little bit with each character
2: should teach in schools, history lessons. <laughs> that's what
0: matters, man. Like that's what we should be learning, not calculus in fourth grade.
2: <laughs> no way, uh, we shouldn't be learning the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. We don't need that. <laughs>
0: nah. <laughs> if you want to be a scientist when you grow up, that's for you. The rest of us, we just want to know stuff that we can apply or at least be interested in.
1: they need to be teaching kids how to clean the house how to wash dishes how to run a budget that's the kind of stuff because that's the kind of shit that you got to do in real life you know how how do you change the room on your car because you may not have a dad or a mom that knows how to do that but that's a skill that if you know how to do will save you thousands of dollars in your life you know yeah Things like that. That's the kind of stuff that they should be teaching in school. How to do taxes. Yes, yeah. there you go. <laughs> how to do taxes.
2: How you to, understand, how to
0: understand, understand politics.
2: Oh, don't need to know that. Both sides of shit. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> <what> saying, <laughs>
1: understanding politics. Everybody is shit because everybody wants it to be the best it can be for them. Mm hmm. And whatever's best for them is what they're going to
2: vote for.
0: They'll lie, cheat, and steal and get and get whatever they can get their hands on.
2: Yep. Basically, you vote for the one that will fuck you less. <laughs> that is exactly
1: the truth. Yeah. And here recently there's only been one side that isn't trying to shut down and disabled, So there's only one side that's not actively trying to shut down the programs that may allow me and my children to survive. So I kind of gotta go with them at this point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, he's like, you're gonna, you're gonna pick, you gonna pick on people, and you're gonna find the right one, and you're gonna, as the meme says, fuck around and find out.
1: Yep. But this is not a show about politics. True that. So uh,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I love the Record of Ragnarok, and, and I'm just gonna hit on this for a second. Netflix has been hitting with all the anime they've come out with. Uh, like there was Pluto, and that Goodbye World. Uh, all of like a lot of the anime they're getting ready to bring out. I just saw they're uh, going to have uh, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, the new Seven Deadly sins. We're going to
2: have that coming out on
1: Netflix too. Oh, Uh, don't
2: say Seven Deadly Sins. I just go back to that animation of Eskinor and Meliosis fighting, and it's just still frames over and over. Uh,
1: It was, yeah, the season, the first season was good, and then the second season was like, what, three episodes or some shit? But those two were very well animated. Everything after that was really bad. And that movie they came out with, Grudge of Edinburgh, Oh, my gosh.
0: Like,
1: I wanted to vomit. It hurt my eyes to watch any part of that. It was painful.
0: How overconfident you have to be to release something like that to the world.
1: Right. And especially, like, didn't they come out with this Four Nights of the Apocalypse? I'm going to tell you, the animation is awesome. Like, I'm not going to say it's like MAPA or Ufotable animation, but it is... So not what the end of Seven Deadly Sins was. It's so much different. Yeah. Percival is, without a doubt, one of the cutest MCs that I've ever seen in an action anime. Like, again, it's action comedy. And, man, it's just awesome. I love it. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Yeah, seven seven deadly sins. I kind of checked mentally checked out on that around season three or four. I I forgot how long the season is, but yeah, I I just checked out and I haven't been back since.
1: Three and four were. I I think that's all there was was three and four, and they were horrible. And I didn't like any of the crap with uh, King Arthur at the end and all the chaos bullshit. I thought that was kind of stupid, yeah. but, uh, I mean, you can't tell them how to write. I mean, it Apparently, the uh, the manga was great, the way it told the story, but when they brought it to the anime, it just didn't flow well. The animation was definitely not up to par, mm-hmm. so, uh, I, 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 like I said, thankfully, i think that the four nights of the apocalypse is going to bring him back this.
0: is that supposed to be like a fifth season or is that just a movie or something
1: um it's well, a I mean, sequel yeah pretty much i mean it is completely in the same world during what's going on with them uh meliodas and elizabeth are ruling leonis the kingdom like how it ended up at the end of it. Uh, did you, did you read what went on anything about The Grudge of Edinburgh? No. Uh, that was about Tristan, who is Meliodas and Elizabeth's son. Uh, they have a son, and that movie was about him. And he is supposed to show up sometime in Four Nights of the Apocalypse, as well as we'll see Meliodas uh, at some point, too. They've already talked about Merlin uh, was the one that Arthur, King Arthur is the bad guy and the, mm-hmm. the chaos took over his mind and he's trying to infect the world with chaos is. so just get that out of the way real quick uh, Merlin is blamed like she's thought of as she was a hero of seven deadly sin but she's also the one that caused the chaos to infect Merlin that then you know, caused all these problems And uh, now Camelot, he's got his own holy knights, and they're like a group of evil holy knights. And they're trying to take over things. Hmm. And uh, one of the other holy knights, and I don't remember, I keep forgetting his name, but uh, it was the grandfather of Percival. Ironside is his Is the grandfather's son, so first his father. Uh, And he, like, is one of those holy knights. So Uh, obviously, he comes from a family of holy knights, but he's got some different kind of power. So you'll just have to watch. But like I said, it's absolutely worth giving a shot. If you like Seven Deadly Sins, first season, second season, give it a shot. Hmm.
0: what's your number nine Deontay uh my number nine is oh let me see off the top of my head i just saw it too i think it's two-year eternity season two
2: yeah
0: so, oh, that's man. another anime that's that'll make people cry if you watch it because season one was non-stop heartbreak after another and it is like jesus christ what is wrong with the person that wrote this story like <laughs> It's nothing but emotional damage when you watch that series, but it's it's such good storytelling.
1: It was Uh, like it was like it was written by George R. R. Martin, right?
0: Pretty much, (laughs) but even more depressing than George. (laughs) Yeah,
1: man, it was. I that's one of the uh, only anime I I cried during. Like it absolutely.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's just like. Every episode you get to know a, or, well, not every episode, but like every arc you get to know a, another main character and it's just like, oh shit, are they going to have to die too? And this, like, oh God. You, you get to know them so well and you love them, you resonate with them, connect with them. Um, and then you just get them snatched out of your heart. Just like that.
1: Absolutely. No, it's so uh... abusive you've watched all of season two right
0: uh i have not unfortunately so i kind of lied on my number nine but i I will be starting it shortly yeah all
1: right so uh season two did you watch any of it mike
2: i have not no all
1: right well uh then i'm just gonna briefly touch on it and kind of hit on like how emotionally damaging this gets at some point okay
2: Do I need a therapist after I watch this?
1: You might, you might, but you'll be happy that you watched it. The animation is amazing, and the story is awesome. It really drags you in. He starts out as an orb that was sent down by God to absorb things. And it quickly evolves into him being a wolf, then into this kid, and he takes the forms of the things that, uh, at first it's things that he experiences, but then it's the things that died around him. He takes the form. And that's why he became the wolf that died. Then this kid died, he became the kid that died. And as he meets people and they die, he takes the form, the big bear, the little girl, uh, he keeps going on and he absorbs all these memories of these people. Well, then he's fighting these things called the knockers the knockers steal these memories from him and they steal them and they take them away so that he no longer has them anymore uh, with these memories he can transform into all these other things that he's seen die the wolf, the giant bear uh, he meets this guy that can blow fire out of his mouth he wears a mask all the time he can blow fire out of his mouth he can turn into these people. And then when the knockers hit him with something, they steal one of them and they become that, like a vestige of that. And then he doesn't remember them anymore. And they they steal not only this way that he transforms into them, but all the memories along with it. And then later on, he learns in season two that he can bring these people back. Like he can... uh, Run cords down, and he starts building buildings so he's connected to the area around him, and he can start bringing people back and control them as long as they're in the area. Well, then, uh, goodness, I'm gonna forget his name. Uh, uh, Ken, then, oh man, what was his name?
0: The main character?
1: Uh, no, it was a new guy that came oh. in. And, uh, he's got like this purple, he's like really flamboyant, he got this purple outfit. And, uh, he becomes one of, uh, gosh, the main character, I can't even remember his name right now. That's how bad I'm having it. <laughs> uh,
0: he's a season two character?
1: Yeah, this new guy is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I 10 is what he goes by, uh, the new guy does um, so Ken says well here what about if we do this and he cuts the line to the person that he made and then that person has their own mind and basically he reincarnates them and he figures out now if he makes another one that one just falls to pieces like they're a plant so he can't make like an army of one person But he has these three guys that all are warriors, and they all decide that they're going to fight for them. And that when they die, they want uh, him to bring them back as uh, immortal warriors to fight for him. So, uh, that's what he does. Is that Fushi, that's his name. Fushi, Yeah! he starts bringing these guys back. Like, and as soon as they get hit by the knockers and get knocked out again, he, they're just a vestige of them that he so he can make a new one and they go out and fight. Uh, the one guy, whenever he, he was, whenever he would get into a spot that he couldn't get away, he'd shoot himself. So and yeah. then he could make him again. It was really... It's really kind of weird, but then like other things happen, and you know he loses some of the memories. So when you see that he can bring them back, then I mean, you're like, now. But then he lost those memories, and he's gonna brought all these friends back, and he doesn't have anymore. It, but the way it happens, like man, the story is just drags you on and on. It's like you you see your heart, and someone is like has a string wrapped around it. And they're dragging it through broken glass. And every once in a while, they're stepping on it. And you're like, man, this my heart. It hurts. It's
0: and an it's, abusive relationship, man.
1: Right, right. It's, it's definitely like, uh, you know, being in a relationship with somebody that's mentally unstable. have mm-hmm. all been there. Oh, like man. <laughs> At least once
0: in your lifetime, you got to experience that. But yeah, as uh, far as number eight goes, what what you, what you got, Kimpachi?
1: Yeah, number eight. Yeah. Uh, ah, what I mentioned a minute ago Pluto. Uh, that was an eight episode series, it's an hour long episode that was dropped on Netflix. And it is a retelling of an art of Astro Boy. Uh, the greatest robot in the world, or the world's strongest robot, or something like that, and is the art. And uh, it is, it turns what is, you know, Astro Boy always seems kind of like a happy, you know, like, you know, kid friendly anime, right? And this turns it into a very dark uh, murder mystery anime. Like really dark and very like these robots are so humanized in this, and you feel their backstory. It's got a really really good cast uh, uh, in it as well. Like um, a couple of people are famous actors. I watched the English version of it because you know it was, I, I like watching English written versions sometimes, especially it had a uh, Adrian Passport uh, I don't know if anybody watched Heroes, but the Heroes, the Petrelli brothers.
0: Oh, I, I, so oh yeah.
1: There was Peter Petrelli, and then there was the Nathan. Brother, Nathan, it, the guy that played Nathan, was one of the uh, robots in it. So, but like I said, it just—it it really really—it's—it's sad. But then, like, man. There's a twist at the end of it. And I'll ask you guys do you want me to go into it or do you want me to save it for
0: you to watch? I will, okay. Yeah, I plan on uh, getting to it this weekend. I'm, I'm going to finish Shangri La and uh, Two Year Eternity. And then it's probably, if I can get that done by Saturday, I can make it to Pluto.
1: Awesome. Well, then I won't go into it anymore. All I want to tell you is that uh, when I say they definitely humanize these robots in a way that at the beginning of it, you're going to be like, oh man, I see what he means. And then at the end of it, you're going to be like, holy fuck, I had no idea that's where this was going. I'm just going to tell you, it really like, it throws you to a loop. And I I'm 100%, you know, to me, it's sad that I know it's not going to keep going on. Even if they went on with the same portrayal of Astro Boy, the show would not be the same in its overtones because I don't think there's anything else like that in uh, the story arc for Astro Boy. But uh, very, very emotionally driven, dark, uh, heavy anime. So, uh, highly suggest anyone that has not given it a shot. Uh, you got eight hours there, but you will be happy you spent those eight hours watching it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Mike, I'll turn it over to
2: you for your number eight, sir. I'm gonna go with Marshall, Magic, and Muscles. It's just hilarious. It's it's One Punch Man meets Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It... it, it some of the things that he does is just hilarious like he's a the mc is a guy who goes to a wizard school but he's got no magic but he's basically super strong like silly there what is it he broom training instead of making it fly with magic he throws the broomstick and runs and jumps on top of the broomstick and then flies that way <laughs>
0: Man, it kind of reminds me of Asta a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. But the jokes just hit all the time, and it's hilarious. Just some of the things they use his muscles to do when everyone else is using magic to do it. Yeah, that sounds very interesting.
1: The the One Punch Man, like he's just oblivious. That you mean, like? everybody's not just as strong like you know like how saitama is just like what like he didn't get it you know like what do you mean right. i'm strong you know that's kind of how masha was it was really good
0: yeah we'll say he's having trouble hearing you Kimpachi. he said your volume uh down i think
1: i don't know if i can turn that up it's on my phone
2: yeah, I think me and
0: Mike can hear you just fine.
2: Yeah. No problem my size. Uh oh.
0: Bye bye. Dropped them out. <laughs> and then there was two. <laughs> then there was two. See so so my Marshall it's martial muscle, muscles and magic is what it's called magic
2: and muscles yeah magic
0: and muscles i i have to add that to the list too but kim giving given me so many homework assignments up until this point that i might not ever make it to it
2: <laughs> i i agree with you there what's that about 40 50 hours i've got to watch so far yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Like Jesus, I, I just need to quit my job, but I need to quit going to school so I can just watch all of this and be able to keep up. I Ooh. I
2: see no problem with that.
0: <laughs> this this peak freedom. What
2: well, we could do a Dexter's Laboratory kind of stint. Watch it while we're asleep, and then just say I'm gonna do fromage for the rest of the our lives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would love to be able to do that. So, my number eight, kind of wish Kimpashi and Will were in here to discuss this as well. But my number eight, well, I'll probably give them a chance to come back around and talk about this one because this is a pretty huge deal as far as 2023 goes. And that is the Attack on Titan finale. Finale, finale this time. Finale? Where's yeah. part three? It was like part three, part two. It was like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, Jesus. It's. And it was a, about an hour and some change long, kind of a movie almost. And um, we pretty much got to see the conclusion. Um, are you
2: caught up on Attack oh, on yeah. Titan? I've, yeah, watches waited up for it to come out to watch.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Uh, a lot of people complained about it. I kind of, I've heard a couple complaints and I understood where they're coming from, but the rest of them kind of a little bit too harsh on the author himself. And it's just like, let that man have his vision. Uh, I I had no problems with the finale and the way it ended. Um,
2: See, I read the manga, so mm -hmm. I had the problem with the ending of the manga, but it did change three or four scenes that kind of made it uh, a lot better than the manga's ending but there's still a few few little tidbits that i have a problem with yeah that i i I feel like it's more plot holes that i saw than bad storytelling
0: yeah i would call it i would i would would, if 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 there's anything i could could complain about it would probably be the plot holes Oh, uh, so seeing that ending was crazy. Hey well, guys, yeah, he's back. I'm back. Is, back.
1: is that better? Can you hear me
0: better? Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, there we go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, we made it to my number eight and we're covering Attack on Titan, the, the finale finale. So it's... We've just been going over that a little bit. Hajime Isayama, uh, the author of the series, got into some trouble over how the manga ended. And I kind of understand, and I see that because of the plot holes. Uh, My biggest complaint about the entire series and how it ended uh, as a whole, uh, being able to see a dude go to the tree uh, where, where all the Titan powers came from in, in the very very beginning it's kinda like, oh man, is this like an infinite loop? Uh, that's
2: it, that's not where it all started though. That's Eren's oh. grave. That's where the tree grew. It was Eren's grave, it's not where Yamea first found the tree. So oh. the, So the whole theory is the maybe a part of that insect was still an Eren. So it's just taking that long to grow back and then the cycle will begin again. Exactly, This exactly. is cool. like-
1: I was thinking that somebody was gonna go into that tree where it showed somebody going into that tree where the hole was. And I'm thinking they go in there and find, you know, they're, they're looking for something, they dig it up and find his body down there. And uh, it was always spinal fluid, some part of their body. What if they use some part of his body for something and that's how somebody else gets infected? Yeah. I, I,
2: I think it'll just and be I the same know. situation with Ymir. I think as soon as he goes in, he'll see that big worm and it'll just attach to him. And then it's just to say that the cycle will forever repeat. It's a loop. Like the whole Attack on Titan is just a loop on a loop on a loop. So everything just repeats
0: yeah it's like attack on titan is just one big paradox it's like the next errand that's that's going to be the founding titan is going to have to choose between another rumbling to cleanse the world of all evil or find a different solution here's
1: the thing that i don't know and i was trying to point this out to will in uh, the group the other day so a couple things one is that the whole idea that Aaron speaks about at first is that he, is go- he thought that he was going to cause this great problem, like the rumbling, and destroy a lot of people, kill a lot of people, and that would cause everyone to rely on each other so they would all come together and it would bring about a, a peaceful world. Because if you saw it in there, The eldians and the marley Marleans were starting to work together Mm -hmm. Uh, like when they were up on the mesa there plateau um then the whole thing with them turning into titans and the whole flash forward in the future i don't understand that that would have been a good place to have left it but then if you watch when he's talking to armin while they're in the ocean they're like they got the water coming up over their legs. He's like, oh, I'm stupid. I was, you know, I was given power and I'm just a dummy. And then Armin's like, well, if you wanted it to turn out different, why didn't you change something? And he's like, I tried many times. I could not change any outcome. There was nothing Aaron could do. He can say Aaron and Armin are going to hell. He can say they're bad people. But Aaron very specifically says that anything that I tried to do, I couldn't change any of the outcomes. This was all set, and this was the way it was going to happen.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's a symbolism to say that even though he's trying to be free, he was always trapped no matter what he did. He couldn't actual gain freedom. And that was his whole thing. And right. We are all just a slave to time. And that's even Eren couldn't stop being a slave to time. You could never be free of it. But the, the plot holes that got me, mostly, was uh, how did Eren turn into a colossal Titan after Zeke had been killed? Because he no longer had the founding Titan power because the rubble stopped. It's like his head had been decapitated. It was in the middle of a hole. Armin walks out, and then somehow Aaron becomes a colossal titan. I don't understand how that happened. Because, uh, what was it? Reiner is battling the big, the big. I don't want to say penis-looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just wrestling it. So I don't know how Aaron became a colossal titan. It. I can't see anywhere in the story how it would happen. He's no longer got the insect in him. He's just ahead. Zeke's dead. Yeah. He shouldn't be able to activate the founding titan power to become a colossal. It
1: wouldn't. It, I don't necessarily think it would have been the founding titan power. It would have been the war titan power. Because he can build the war titan.
2: The Warhammer titan is just armor. So it, he wouldn't have been able to get as big as. Album was because it was a colossal titan versus a colossal titan. So,
1: I mean, I see what you're saying, but I, I yeah, I think I, I can't explain it away. So, I mean, it- yeah, but it, it's just they wanted to give them two to have. They wanted them two to have a fairly, yeah, fairly even fight. Although, I don't think that Armin was... I think if I remember looking, Armin was just barely... His Colossal Titan was one of these smaller Colossal Titans uh, as far as size went. Like, Berthold was five or six times the size of him. Like, Berthold's thing was his size when he was the Colossal Titan... Armin's thing was the nuclear bomb that went off yes. and he transformed into it.
0: So, yeah.
1: Just like uh, the jaw titans, they all look completely different, but Falco, as a jaw titan, could grow feathers and fly. The,
2: That's because Armin- of Zeke.
0: Yeah, Zeke's final fluid he
2: had in him was the beast titan, so it turned him a beast jaw titan. Which meant he could fly.
1: I mean, I'm totally down with that. That's cool. But I'm just saying that it shows that there are differences in the way the Titans transform. So, oh, yeah. I don't think Armin was anywhere near the size of many of the other Colossal Titans. I know that the the one thing that I saw, like, he was... Bertolt was five or six times him. I want to say... think they were doing it in meters and i want to say that aaron's attack titan was like 15 meters and armin's colossal titan was like 20 meters whereas burthold was like 100 or 120 meters
0: yeah burthold was massive
1: massive like so much bigger than armin was but armin had that explosive power you know <laughs> yeah, those those guys were struggling on
0: that spot on, on Aaron's spine trying to get through all of those different generations of uh titans, and this is like god, I felt so bad for him, man.
1: Yeah. But that was awesome when Air Armin turned all them others, like, hey, you guys go help them out, and all the other titans started turning around, and we got to see like this badass titan on titan battle, like, that was one of the best scenes in it was all the Titans just start fighting each other way, like,
0: Yeah, they were going crazy, and even Reiner was up there getting down. He was taking on two or three at a time, jumping past a couple of them, and they had to strategize with one another. Levi's yeah. going all out. And, uh, Who was
2: he, your MVP of the episode?
0: Um,
1: I'll let you say first.
0: I'll probably... I'd probably say Mikasa. She she was the one that saved Armin from
2: that little cow creature. That, oh. that... <laughs> was that was that needed shoving its tongue down Armin's throat. That was, was like, like, oh come on, that poor guy.
0: <laughs> it was so gross, and go, there's go beans Frenchy, now.
2: <laughs> French kiss by a by an, what was it, Akapu? I, I, I French kiss,
1: French kiss. That was that was tentacle porn, dog. Yeah, was. I was seeing tentacle porn, and that was tentacle porn. Okay. There's a,
0: there's a meme right now that says like uh, Armin is the new throat goblin because he was all in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, leave Armin alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when,
1: yeah, they shouldn't do my boy like that
0: and they got him free and he he decided to just go off and fin- finish what everybody started and i was like yeah so technically you could say armin was the mvp of the whole episode but they wouldn't have rescued armin if it wasn't for levi and Mikasa's strategy so
2: levi uh, getting the uh kenny treatment scene where he's going through the uh, alleyway but this time going down Eren's back that that scene just flowed just oh, so saying, smooth, amazing.
1: Which, by the way, as far as my MVP goes, I think as far as like the the what they did while they were out there, Armin should get the MVP. But my MVP is Levi. Why? Because it's always Levi. Is there even anybody else in this anime to watch?
0: Maybe Hanj, but rest rest her soul. She she's she long gone now. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> my MVP. Yeah. Peak uh when, yeah. when she went Did you think the car Titan couldn't fight? I've got stamina, I can keep on turning and she just rips out everyone. I did a TikTok and it's that scene and at the very end it's Captain America where he goes I could do this all day because she <laughs> can do that all day she could. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she sure can she was killing herself and re rebirthing all over again oh like jesus she was not yes. giving up without going down and swinging
2: and she's material as well.
0: absolutely that is that is the bay of the series and yeah. uh what not not historia but uh oh emir yeah she the memes about her now are hilarious too because it's just like there's a thing that came out recently where her like sticker oh, yeah. that she actually is, and it's just like now we see why the king did everything he did. It's yeah. just like, I mean, Emir is kind of hot, so
2: yeah. I wouldn't be uh, playing away if I had there.
0: <laughs> so you know what? I'd marry her too.
2: But yeah, that that's my number eight.
0: All right.
1: Well, uh, I guess did Mike's number eight while I was getting back. So goes to my number seven. Uh, My number seven is Blades of the Garden. Uh, It is a Chinese anime, actually, and uh, all I can say is that it is some of the most insane uh, fight that you'll ever watch. Like. Uh, it's very artsy in its uh, style sometimes. Like, it's just uh, like sketches on the screen at times. You know, it goes to uh, like a very minimalistic style and then, you know, goes through a couple of scenes and goes back into the actual animation. But the animation is really high quality on top of the, uh, the like I said, it's really neat the way It flows into the artsy style. Uh, The main character, uh, Dao Man, I guess his name is, uh, he walks into this bar and he's got this kid, uh, Zishi with him, and uh, I'm going to tell you I'm really horrible with Chinese names. I'm very sorry. I'll probably say the MC and that kid because I know I'm gonna butcher the name, and I apologize. Uh, but yeah, he goes in and uh, starts talking to these guys, and we find out that they're like an outlaw gang. And he starts talking about their bounties for them and how, you know, I'll just leave if you, you know, give me double your bounty, you know, and, and then you just get out of it without some money, and I'll walk out of here and say, I never saw you. And uh, yeah, then he just, the guy of course says no. And he tells, he, he, he's like, uh, count to 11. And you're like, there's like 12, 13 guys around him, you know? And he's like, count to 11. And he rolls out this like, burlap like thing, and it's got like 10 swords in it. <laughs> and he just. Wow, wow, man! I can't move like that. I can't draw animation like that. But it is, it is very on point. Definitely Jesus. worth a watch. Uh, what is this called again? Blades of the Guardian.
0: Blades of the Guardian.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, the story may have gotten a touch convoluted towards the end. Uh, it was it centers on somebody, and I. I felt like, man, they didn't just kill this guy and move on, and it didn't work out that way. But uh, this was also, I believe, based on history. So it's like historical anime, historical drama, action. Yeah. Little
0: comedy. <laughs> you gotta have a little bit of that in there.
1: Right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, It's one of those, it was real small, I doubt anybody's watched it. But... Uh, Highly recommend if you like a good fight scene, give it a watch. It's got some of the best in the season in that, in that show. So.
0: Absolutely.
1: Mike?
2: This is
0: back to me, is
1: it? Yeah, yeah. Number seven,
2: sir. Number seven. It will have to be my hero.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Dark Vigilante. arc. I I get down with that. Yeah.
0: Dark Deku.
2: Yeah. Oh, he looked. Yeah. Until the mask came off, he looked incredible. (laughs) And then they take him off and he's crying again. Wow.
0: (laughs) There he goes again with his emos. Yeah. Just a a walking emo.
2: When when he was just being a vigilante, walking around in the smoke screen and walking out and just absolutely decimating muscular. Just. Right through. So Man.
1: good. Yeah, it really was. It was nice. It was fun to see him going hard for a little while. Uh, you know, it was rough on him emotionally being out there by himself the whole time. And I'm glad that they showed some of that. Like you said, when he took his mask off, he was always crying. Uh, but he was keeping that mask on when he was doing what he had to do. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yep but, uh, but the fight with between him and Lady Nagant like oh, that was such a good fight it was the animation was amazing as well just using uh, oh, what was it it was a high
0: Black, battle I IQ
2: it was him
1: and uh, Blackwood two of them together Fajin uh, and uh, it causes what they call overload. No,
2: no, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, no. Because Gear Shift is not until recently in the manga, so it's not that one. I think it, maybe it's not Gear Shift. Uh, no, is it Fajin and Float?
1: He finds one where he does it uh, over and over again, and builds I still up saw energy.
0: energy.
1: Yeah. i to Google this real quick. And he can, uh, yeah, he uses it in conjunction with the uh, black whip by flinging. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. I'm guessing he was doing there. Now uh, here it is. It talks about it. He used this cork for the first time fighting Lady gun. Enter. It just says that he uh, uses it to hit a foe 100% uh, Manchester smash. Later, he uses it with float and air force to fly across the ocean. Ooh.
2: That's, so. a, that's in the manga as being
1: automated yeah 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 against the lady of it was just uh phojin he used but what they were saying is that because he's so strong he uses his one for all uh total control at like uh 20 or something and then he jumps up and down and uses that builds up that kinetic energy so that you know, he to a it,
2: false, false hundred percent. It's called or faux hundred yeah,
1: percent. Faux, faux hundred percent. And uh, then he, but he doesn't take the strain on his body because he only used the twenty percent club. So
2: yeah, that's did you two get super excited when you saw stars and stripes at the end of the season? That oh my was God. incredible. <laughs> like,
0: uh, like ah! goat goosebumps going up and down my shoulder. Oh,
1: I'm like, you ain't, you don't even know, you don't even know man. till you see this new era. Yeah. And we just get a glimpse of but man, oh, I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, like, even Stain returns too. We got to see Stain one more time, and God, that was, that was kind of like a gave you the chills moment too, where he's just like, if you're not the real All Might, I'm just going to cut your head off. And you just like, oh, you are the real All Might, And It leaves a gift behind. And I'm like, holy crap. Stain is still, to this day, one of my favorite characters of the series.
2: Man. He's just got yeah. a presence about them. Like, mm-hmm. so intense that just gives you chills
0: he 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 is definitely one of my favorite villains in all of anime for sure he's his logic is a little bit more sensible oh, than usual oh,
1: oh, oh. don't be throwing the v-word around dog I, I i don't know that i'm saying the, the v-word man <laughs> uh anti-hero maybe like can... he, he only kills heroes who aren't living up to what a hero should be You
0: can't hate on him for that. They should have been better. Get good, scrub. He said get good, man. He could have just broke
2: the legs. He could have just, you know, crippled them, but I'd say he's a villain by murdering them. He's not giving them a chance to reform. Mm -hmm. you break a leg, a leg will heal and then better, better hero.
0: And then get good. You're you're alive, so you get another chance at getting good. He takes that away from you completely.
2: That way, if he comes for you a second time, then yeah, he can kill you. You haven't learned your lesson.
0: You you failed. This is the second second chance I gave you, and you blew it.
2: I was just thinking of a, a line from Arrow. Then, just killing the hero. You have failed this city. <laughs> <laughs> It yeah, is oh, no. definitely
0: Oliver Queen's shining moment right there. That that phrase can be applied to almost any piece of fiction that you can watch.
1: Man, I missed Arrow before him and Felicity got together. Oh <laughs> man! Oh, it was the show. I I
2: did season one and season two. Peak <laughs> peak TV. Yes. Deathstroke, one of the best TV villains. Oh man, I, I enjoyed it. the uh, hell out of it. Mm-hmm. So good. I love. I don't know if you guys
1: watch Gladiator
0: or uh, uh, Spartacus.
1: Or Spartacus, that's what it was.
0: Yeah,
1: Crisis baby. Yeah. Oh, that that show was great. I mean, I could have done with less dick, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, that first season, man, they were just walking around with them, flopping everywhere. I'm like, guy. It's like, bro, put the penises away. (laughs) Look, you got bodies like that. You're already making me feel bad enough. Don't be flopping that shit in my face.
0: Yeah, like, come on, chill out.
1: I got got a a fragile male ego (laughs) here, (laughs) okay?
0: You don't have to be that historically accurate. Chill. (laughs) 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 Chill. Oh,
1: man. So, does anybody have any idea where we're at? <laughs> uh,
0: Mike Mike just did his number seven. That's what it was. Uh, well, that means it's one to you, Deontay. Uh, my number seven was Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, the second core. Mm. Uh, honestly, think the first core was better, but the second core was just as good. It, it had some moments where it just, like, okay, these fights are kind of getting a little bit repetitive in sequence, but uh, I love the opening theme. The ending theme was awesome, again. And uh, you, you get to uh, learn a little bit more about the Soul Society uh, than we knew like from the original arcs from way back in the day that we grew up with. So it was pretty cool, like getting to see the uh, you get to see the Quincy's in action again and God, these characters are crazy powerful. It's like why are all of them broken? <laughs> and then all the uh the court guard uh captains are just as broken as they are, so it's just a battle between broken characters, uh one versus the other, and we even get to see Pachi fight this this uh this core as well, so Grammy
1: takes out Grammy, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty good fight.
1: Yeah. You know, he only pulled out his Pukai this time, though. And he cut a meteor in half with it.
0: Jesus. It, it, he had a crazy... The crazy motherfucker hadn't even done his Bunkai yet. That's insane. Not yet. He, and he had to kill the original Kimpachi Zaraki just to even get to that, sh- that strength level.
1: Uh... Another fight that before we talk about Squad Zero, uh the fight with uh Ashnot and uh uh Rukia. Rukia, that was pretty badass. Uh, uh, yeah, she is definitely stepped her game up. Like she definitely you know, showing off that she's a Kutiki now, you know. Yeah. Uh that was nice and then the battle with her brother against the three or four people that he took out I like, don't even remember their names it don't matter they weren't alive for like 30 seconds or
0: something <laughs> it was like were they important I guess they're not anymore <laughs> yeah I got up um,
1: in the bathroom and they were gone I didn't even know what happened <laughs>
0: the, the animation was elite for for these past two cores of of, of bleach it's, the fights were beautifully animated uh, the the waifus of course uh there's the the two there's the two what, what they, one, one chicks uh, one was like a little bit older with the long green hair and she was the aggressive one, going after everybody all the time, and she had on the shortest shorts that you could possibly put on a character. And I was just uh, like, "Oh, fan service! Yay!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, th- is that the Quincy chick? The- is that the one you're talking about?
0: Yeah, uh, I can't remember Bambiata, her
1: name. Is-,
0: is it bambietta I, I think it was Bambi. Oh uh, uh, no, B- Bambi was the black-haired one that um, she's the one that got
1: turned into a zombie.
0: Yeah, and she was doing uh, some freaky shit with that uh, that that zombie Quincy girl that 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 turned people into zombies. I don't know her name either, but it was a little kinky. It was a little bit kinky between them two. I don't yeah,
1: know. it was a little weird. It was it definitely got a little weird there.
0: He was like, "Take uh, a bite out of my inner thigh." Uh, what?
1: Whoa, whoa! At one point, she's like, "I need to get that blood back." What?
0: Um, no, <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. I don't know.
1: I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that for you. Sorry. Oh god!
0: Then <laughs> the Squad okay. Zero. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say that uh, the. Them killing themselves exactly. and her doing her bank time at the end that wasn't in the manga, was it?
0: I don't believe so. No. Um, like what? I can
1: only imagine that they're gonna get come back and kill her later on, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, like yeah, I did that. Was like something that I didn't think it was in the manga, is what I. Oh that that was badass too. Like these cloth just come down everywhere. Like with yeah. no dimension.
0: Man. Oh. They went balls to the, the wall with the with those scenes. And uh seeing the the leader of the Quincy's, what is the name? Ya uh Uha. You you baha. Yiubaha. You you Yeah, him using that resurrection technique and then going head up with, like, the commander of the Squad Zero. And I was like, God, he's always getting one over of these boss dudes. And Yubaha and that guy, he was just like, do I have to chastise you again when they first, like, bump into each other? Like, oh, again? Like, how strong is this dude? He's constantly chastising Ubaha. And Ooh. Ubaha was like, no, I got something for you this time around. I'm winning this time. <laughs> I was yeah, like, God. I, I don't
1: believe that fight is completely over yet either. Uh, he did cut his... Cut Ubaha's power in half. And he said, I'm going to take half your power because... I don't want to defeat you with your full power, because then your people
0: will lose faith in you. Say what? (laughs) That is next-level disrespect. It
1: is, isn't it?
0: What what is wrong with you, man? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Were you able to catch the Thousand Year Blood War, Mike?
2: Bleach is one of the animes I haven't even started yet, so... Oh, it's one of the, you know, big three. Yep. Yeah. I I feel like I'll be binge watching that and I'll be enjoying everything that people enjoyed 10 years ago, 15 years ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of fillers that you can avoid. but
1: I was going to say, there is a, a list out there of filler episodes. And to be honest, there's a couple of the fillers that are fun to watch, but the majority, or none of them affect the anime at all. Like, they don't do, they're not like, like, and that's something about the, like, the Boruto fillers. Uh, They affect things that go on in the anime, in the manga and the anime later on. Like, they will, they are going to reference The relationships and things that happen in the filler episodes later on in the manga because they're allowing you extra backstory on these people now. Whereas when they did that filler in Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, they didn't do that. They were simply filler. Nothing happened that ever progressed story or uh, hinted at relationships that would be in the future. Whereas... What's happening in Boruto, those are definitely going to affect what's going on. Like, when you watch the way that uh, Kawaki talks about his relationship with the Seventh. what went on in the manga, they have barely any relationship for him to be so upset because the Seventh might be dying. But if you watch what went on in the anime, then you see this whole other relationship that's built between these two. The fatherly love that Bo- that Naruto is giving Kawaki that he's never had from anyone else. Someone who would, instead of allowing him to get hurt and use him as a pawn, pushes him to the back and is like, I'll protect you, Kawaki. I will take that for you. And he's never had anyone that did that. You never see that in the anime. I mean, in the manga, Because they don't go through a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, So. Yeah. The filler in Bleach is much the same way as Naruto was. It doesn't progress anything. It doesn't do anything. So
2: So
0: just skip it. Yeah, skip them. Skip them all. I feel like the most.
1: The Bounce episodes was a great story arc. Like, it's a great story arc to watch. But, if you're trying to get through the story so you can get to the end, skip it. If you feel like watching it later on, go back and watch it later on. It's a good art. It really, it goes more in depth into their powers a little bit, and it and it talks about these people about who are basically vampires. But they're like soul vampires. And they have other superpowers. So they're like, super vampires yeah (laughs) Yeah. and they call them Bound
0: (laughs) the the story starts off great it just drags out for so long Bound is like the longest filler r too and it's just like god why did they drag it out
1: it does feel that way but they do go through like a lot of build up and like ups and downs throughout it so I never felt like for me I always I I can't lie the last time I watched through, I skipped every other film arc that I watched about time. Uh, especially the three modified spirits in it that are in the little dolls. The one girl has got like the dimension power. Oh, and, the, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, Dude, they, they kill me when they get into the dolls and they're not the people anymore. Yeah. That like, shit is hilarious. So, I don't yeah. know. Like I said, that arc is how holds a special place in, but uh the rest of them yeah nope. the only filler
0: arc that actually matters is like there's a very small filler arc at the very tail end of the series where you get to meet all the Zonpactos in like physical form like that's kind of cool like because that carried on over into at thousand year uh blood war you get to see the Zonpactos again in their their physical form you get to see their real names their second names and whatever names that uh, matter, like that right. actually matters. Even though the filler itself is not canon at all, the names are canon and the physical appearances of those on October are canon. The exactly. Exactly. Well, so yeah, I, said, I need to get
2: time. on that <laughs> for sure.
1: Um, yeah, but I was gonna say skip it all the first time, then go back and watch it. The filler, arts. if you get done, and you're like. I need more bleach, then go watch the filler art. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's for sure. Oh, uh, we are at numbers can number six now.
1: All right. Uh another one that's still going on, but man, Goblin Slayer season two. All right. Uh All right. you guys watch Goblin Slayer
2: season one? Or I then? haven't
0: started yet.
2: I haven't started, but I know the infamous scene I need to get past in season one. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know about it, one.
2: uh Oh, episode one. but I,
0: I tried my absolute best to watch Goblin Slayer, but I, I just never made it.
1: Did, so you didn't watch any of it, or you just okay, uh, and you don't know about the infamous scene in the first episode of it, right?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Well, all and I'm gonna say is don't... that don't Ooh. don't tell me.
2: Don't
1: I tell them. I... Let them be pleasantly surprised. All right. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I won't tell you then. But I will say that uh, Goblin Slayer has some of the best animation. The sound is beautiful throughout every scene. There is uh, again exactly the right amount of blood and gore for it. I mean, you got to figure Goblin Slayer. The Mm dude fights the sword and the shield. And so he's cutting the heads off of goblins all the time. Uh, They fight other things as well. But his main thing is he wants to kill the goblins. He definitely has a vendetta against the goblins.
0: Yeah.
1: It's personal beef. Right, right. Uh, When it starts out, he's by himself. He just goes out by himself and uh, he starts picking up party members throughout the first season. And uh, by the end of the season, he's got a uh, four-man crew that is him. He's got this uh, young female priestess who's the youngest one in the group. I said four, five, five-man group. Uh, this young priestess. He's got an elven princess archer that's part of the group. They've got a dwarven priest who is uh he might be a mage he does a lot of chanting and drinks a lot so uh yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> um, and then the uh I would say that the the draconian guy he's like a dragon dude uh he is I, I was gonna say a warrior monk uh I don't see him use many weapons uh but he summons some uh, skeleton guys that fight with weapons and they're very uh inventive in their ways of doing it. one of the things i'm like it's very uh macgyver after you you know once you start getting into it and watching the way they they definitely set traps and plan things out on ways to attack the goblins to make sure because Orc Fog is his, uh, is the name that people know him by. It's the, the only other name other than Goblin Slayer that they call him. Uh, he definitely doesn't let a, a single goblin get away. Okay? Like, not at all. And, like, I'm talking, like, down to, you know, you walk in on some baby goblins. And it's like the ones like oh they're kind of cuties like it won't be when they grow up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's got a
1: little
0: Anakin uh, vibes going (laughs) in.
1: Little man for real. But dude, uh, the second season is just more of it. They're uh, teaching some young adventurers, and uh, you know you can feel there's a big uh, thing going on like with the goblins, and that's all it is. Is that like, everywhere he goes, and like I said, I say it's always goblins. It's not always goblins. they want lots of things, But uh, the, the magic system in it and the, the way things go, it's, it's, it's really cool and fairly simple to pick up on and, you know, just a, a, an interesting story and good animation. Uh, and it is definitely, I can't lie, uh, the infamous first episode the way it went not that it was a good thing it's not it's absolutely <laughs> a bad thing yeah. but it was like man if they're not if they're gonna put this in the first episode what the fuck are they putting in the second and third I gotta watch <laughs> yeah
0: Balls so, to uh, wall.
1: yeah all I'm gonna say is that uh, goblins are disturbing in the most creatures ever and they are bipedal humanoid things so they're built kind of like us and the most disgusting things you can think a person would do Goblin's gonna do those and have fun doing them so it's a good thing we're slaying all these fucking Goblins
0: yeah he's killed them with extreme prejudice (laughs)
2: extreme prejudice
1: so that Kenpachi, is
2: my... yes. We'll just me and you will just get a message from Dante going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Once he watches that episode,
0: <laughs> it was like, "Oh God, what did I sign up for?"
2: See, and Why I'm did you not you...
0: me?
1: I'm going to tell you that it is actually now that I think about it, uh, he will not be uh, that. Not that, that, that won't like, it won't be like he won't be like. And that's disgusting, but uh, I'm just going to say that like, I know some of the other anime we've watched, and I'm just going to mention one, I don't know if you watched it, but uh, Redo of Healer.
0: Love that series.
2: Did you watch that, Mike? No. I know exactly what it is, but I have not uh, brought Ooh. myself to watch it. Proceed I with caution. Say,
1: If Goblin Slayer bothered you, don't watch it. Do not. It. What happens in that first episode times a thousand. Woo! Yeah. I didn't think Goblin Slayer was on that
0: level. That's crazy. No, no. I'm saying
1: redo of healer is what happens in Goblin Slayer times a thousand. Oh
0: yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah,
1: redo of healer is, and it's rough. What they ah, do to that guy? Exactly.
0: I'm on my third like, watch through.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is rough, rough to watch. They, yeah. uh, they, they treat old boy. He's a. Just to give you a little bit of an idea, Well you, you said, you know, I don't even talk about it. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about
0: it.
1: <laughs> hey, Mike, what's your number
0: six?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, that's <just love> <laughs>
2: Uh I feel like we'll save one of these for a little bit later. I'm gonna say Scott Pilgrim. I'm only halfway through it, but I I grew up with the uh the manga and then I grew up watching the live action and the live action is like top three of my favourite films. But this and this cartoon anime it's a different spin and I'm liking it. It's not it's not like a complete panel retelling of the film or the manga, Uh, so it's a third, like, different story but set in the same universe. So, I'm really, really liking it. And the fights are amazing still as well. Yeah.
0: The reviews for it are incredible. Like, Rotten Tomatoes, IGN, they all loved it.
1: I have heard nothing but good things about it. I uh, started an episode and... I'll be honest. It uh, just wasn't in the mood for something right then. I actually turned everything off. I think took a nap. I was alcohol. <laughs> start things at the wrong time. You're like, all right, this is a bad idea. And he turned <clears throat> it off. Uh, and I haven't watched the only thing I've managed to watch today is the new episode of Doctor Stone because uh, I was cooking all day and then. Have this plan so
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh
1: I got I haven't I haven't watched JJK's new episode no.
0: not yet
2: not I yet. saw that right
0: before I hopped on here
2: I haven't watched it yet because oh. I was in work until five five o'clock yeah do not get on Facebook hope.
0: until you watched it stay away from Facebook until you've seen that episode unless you've read the manga already then you're good
2: i've read the manga so i know i, I expect for you know when you see it mm-hmm. in in motion picture it just hits different with some music some color Whew.
0: it was rough this this episode was the the pinnacle of emotional damage for
2: sure well, it just gets just goes down here from yeah it gets worse in the next few uh like, like it's so art is crazy. crazy. It's such a Man, crazy that art. Was, that
1: was next level disrespect when Sukuna walked out with a drink and a bucket of Popcorn. nuggets. And he's like,
0: What's up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'm you want to go again? In the middle of a fight because you ain't shit, bitch. Yeah, like, You hit like a hole. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. that is my number six jujutsu kaisen shibuya arc and as far as it probably would have been a lot higher but i did not expect the season to turn as crazy as it did it's just like there's so many like top tier fights in this 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 arc alone uh let's see what's some of the fights yuji versus chozo uh maharaga versus sakuna sakuna versus jogo and uh then it's like Toji versus Gojo Megumi. and, and, and Megami too. Yeah. Um, it's like Jesus Christ. Uh oh Toji versus that uh that octopus curse. Um
2: uh,
0: Daga. Daga. Daga Yeah. That that was pretty impressive too. Like he wasn't playing around. Like Daga was Daga. giving every Jujutsu sorcerer hell Until Toji (laughs) showed up.
2: And Toji.
1: The best thing we're going to do was get out of his domain. That was the best thing. They're like, I I could maybe open this domain for a minute, then I'm going to be trapped in here. Y'all are going to have to break back in. You know, like, like that. They had like nothing. They were just trying anything they could do. And then all of a sudden, here comes Toji. Yo, bitches, I got this. (laughs) <laughs> he her took the stick and sharpened them up and I was like,
0: he was like let me borrow those Like, oh <laughs> no <laughs> he just went to work on all those supposed to be what they call those uh, guaranteed hit attacks uh, fish that come and bite you and just smacking them out the way like it was nothing and it was like God. nothing mm. Toji's an animal man
1: so, out of out of the fights in uh, Scott Pilgrim, do you feel like any of those are influenced by other fights that you've seen? I know that's a big thing now. Like, when they get into, uh, you know, even like live action, um, uh, Creed 3. Uh, he had uh, leave, uh, majors uh, watch a bunch of anime fights like uh, Naruto and Sasuke fights because he was like, we're going to be like brothers fighting in Creed 3. And he's like, this is Naruto and Sasuke and they're like brothers. And you can feel the emotion that they're fighting. And he's like, so I want our fight to somewhat emulate this. And when they were doing the fight, and I don't know if y'all seen Creed 3 or not, but in the last fight, like they're up there just fighting and like, swinging and ducking. And, and I mean... It feels like you're watching that Naruto and Sasuke fight when they're out there between the statues, and they're like going back and forth at each other right there. And yeah. the uh, during the fight, like while they're right there in the middle of the room, when that they the cinematography they have, where they took the camera and they're like swiveling around like they do in an anime fight, and I've not felt like. I've seen that same, like the same kind of intensity with the cinematography coming in like that. Uh, and so I just love it when a good fight, like the Naruto and Sasuke fights, are emulated in other media, like in Creed 3. So I was wondering, is there anything that you felt like there was like that in
2: Scott Pilgrim? Uh, so far, no. I think that's because it, the fights says- as, Very similar to the ones that are in the manga panels and the ones in the live action, because the more video game inspired fights, aren't they? And then you've got yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen anything so far, but they could be in the next few episodes. So only time will tell. Just while we're on, what's it called? JJK. I recently just bought something JJK related uh-oh i think you guys might appreciate that,
0: that oh wow
1: nice
0: gojo Sato- oh, yeah. satoru gojo oh,
2: will's gonna, gonna be mad bad. he missed this stream he is definitely yeah. gonna be mad i've got so much nerdy stuff that i've got nowhere to put it so i'm just looking for a place to put gojo on my wall yeah. <laughs>
0: My wall's kind of naked too. I need to put my One Piece poster behind me so I at least have something to look at and it's just right. not something blank.
2: Just put, put a poster of Will up there so whenever he's not on stream, he's still on stream. <laughs> he's
0: with us <laughs> in spirit and behind me on this <laughs> piece of paper.
1: Right, right. Man, I got so much stuff around my room, but uh, like, I don't know. I got a Record up here that is uh, cut that looks like the death, death star. Yep, and then uh, this is Pez Death Star down here, and then I've got a whole bunch of Marvel, uh, it was the Disney Infinity stuff, it's a video game, and then up here on this thing, uh, there. I got a one oh, piece, a Lucy statue. And the Planet Express is up there. It's there. Nice. <laughs> Planet the Express. On the camera. Nice. <laughs> oh, and then there's my one piece picture. Can you oh. see it? It's there, I think. I got it there.
0: Nice. <laughs> so far, right. I haven't hung anything up yet, but this is one of my newest additions that's going to be. Frederick Mercury right, ready, ready. <laughs> oh yeah
1: Queen
0: fun? yeah I love love me some Queen I'm trying to get another one of uh Steven Tyler maybe uh I mean if I could find like a Chester Bennington I, I'd probably get that up on the wall too mm. uh, some of my favorite right, singers exactly. rest in peace man <laughs> one, one of the legends man I appreciate I appreciate his whole career
2: it's it's just so sad when you listen back and the songs that were the ones he wrote and you can hear it in the lyrics that he was writing that he was struggling sometimes. But at the same time, they're the same songs to help everyone that's struggling now. So he's helped so many people with his own struggles. It's amazing. Yeah, I was
0: like, dude was crying out for help with some of his lyrics. And people were just like, let me just jam out and relate to this real quick before we get into the, thera- the therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man. Reason. Missed that guy. Yeah, I think we made it to number our number fives now. I was just
1: saying, we're, we're halfway through. It's yeah. only been two hours, if you're here with us, thank you for sticking by. Uh, my number five, another new one, I can't help but this new season, it's so good. Uh, Free Rent, Beyond Journey's End. Uh, This is a fantasy uh, drama action. Um, There was a hero's party, and you see in the first episode, and one of the hero's parties is an elf. Uh, There's an elf, a dwarf, and two humans. Uh, They go and they beat the demon king. You don't see a whole lot of it, you find out. But they did all this adventuring and then at the end of it they kinda go their separate ways and uh she decides she's going to travel the world and uh look for unique spells. She likes new magic and so she just wants to travel around and look for new magic. If we oh when she leaves all those people uh well not all two of the people the two humans uh, one of them passes away and so when she comes back he's dead and then the other one uh asks her to you know he comes to see him and he's like I'm close to passing away I've found this girl uh she he's a priest and uh, he's like she was left here at the church and I've raised her and uh, nobody's gonna take her in and she is fairly adept at using magic so i thought she'd be a good apprentice for you and she tells her she's like oh I'm, I'm no no i couldn't take her she had to be as good as a practical mage for me to take her as an apprentice otherwise she'd just get killed traveling around and so the priest pulls a trick on her and gets her to stick around while doing something and he's like hey while you're here why don't you show her how to do some magic and so she basically trains her while she's there and so when she leaves he passes away and she decides to take the girl with her when she leaves and uh, they go and visit the dwarf in the group and he's like no I can't go do anything I'm too old I'm, I'm getting slow blah 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 and uh but I got a, I got an apprentice, and he should he needs someone to help boost his confidence. You should take him with you. So she goes and she gets this kid start and free uh, run, burn and start travel around, and uh, everywhere she goes, she finds things are reminding her about her journey with the hero, hero's party, and the times that she had and how she remembers her friends and uh so it kind of like hits the emotion of nostalgia like you know how you would feel if you were in those kind of situations scenes would go around and the emotions that she deals with while basically raising these two new adventures and uh it's definitely not you know a comedic uh, feel to it but it's mostly a drama And it's just really like the story is what's good. It's very wholesome and fun, and uh, uh, oh, by the way, also, demons only learn to speak so they can fool humans. They don't actually use speech to convey anything. They only speak to fool humans. And it's just like that kind of thing. And to me, like, as you I'm like that makes me chuckle because the thing went on. So you gotta, but it was really uh, like I said, just a great show. Nothing. uh, It is not bloody, even though there's swords and things going on. Not bloody. Uh, There's dragons. There's elves. uh, Wars. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. that kind of fantasy. Something along the lines like Tolkien. So, uh, and when I say the, the elder one lived like thousands of years so a human lives you know 80 years when they get old right she yeah. lives for thousands so like they are a blink of the eye blink of an eye for her but part of her in this, on this journey is understanding that how much affect that blink of an eye Part of her life has on her as a whole. Like, how will that affect? We, you're gonna be alive for another thousand years. Do you remember it in a thousand years? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Kind so, uh, of like it's worth the hype.
1: Yeah, like I said, man, it's number five on my list. I mean. It, it, it definitely and and there was some fights going on like these anime you should have saw them they were on my floor moving around i i think that Budo got bloodied up at one point that's why it was down at number eight man Jeez. so like it was raw i am I'm, I'm thinking Bungo Stray straight off pulled out a knife
0: yeah that, i'm gonna shake him.
1: That's Right. <laughs> So, what about you, Mike? What's your number five? Or what See what's your I was gonna say, you guys don't f- watch it or want to say anything about Ren. I need
2: those.
0: I, need I have music. watched it,
2: didn't even know it existed. As I said, ah. more and more getting pour on my radar from this uh podcast here, <laughs> just gives me more and more homework to do. <laughs> Yeah, every time well,
0: I, I log saying, into Facebook, it's another free-run post. Somebody's always hyping it up on my feed. That's cool. I'm glad to see
1: it. Like I said, man, it, it really... I was actually going to skip it. I didn't start watching it for about the fourth episode in. I wasn't even going to watch it. In fact, it may be the 28th on my list. Because I, uh, I I wasn't going to watch it. I didn't think it sounded good. By reading the... Uh, uh, the synopsis of it. So I had moved on. I was watching other things. And then I saw a couple, like you said, a couple posts on Facebook about it. And I was like, maybe I'll give an episode a shot. And man, it just like boom, 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 boom. I knocked out all the episodes I was behind in one afternoon. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it.
2: Yeah. So
1: all right, so sorry about that, Mike. What's your number five,
2: man? My number five, as I said, mine on in order, they're just a list of all the ones I've watched recently, so uh, next is Castlevania, Nocturne.
1: Oh, nice, nice.
2: I really enjoyed the first, well, the first leg with uh, this one. I don't think it's as good, it hasn't gripped me as much as it did with Trevor, but... Richter Belmont grew, grew on me by the end and the f- cliffhanger at the end where Alucard comes in at the very last second all in white had me, has me really hyped for season two. It was just... It it was that last little bit at the end it was like, what's going to happen next? The badass Alucard's come. He's going to yeah, kick yeah. everyone's ass now. He's just going to use his telekinesis on his sword and just through every single vampire.
0: Jesus Christ. Is So is Alucard in like multiple different series like Van Helsing and Castlevania or? Uh,
1: yeah, he's in uh, I think three of them. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest all of it I've gotten from reading uh, but I, I've, he's in at least two or three uh, that you know that if you go and look these actually adapt storylines from the game
2: oh yeah uh, some of them yeah mash up like two or three games together and make a better storyline than was in just one of them so they pick and choose which lore works and well alucard's just a badass so i, I just can't wait to see him fuck some vampires up
1: right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right absolutely right. And I felt the same way. I thought that this was really good. I like the animation. I like the story they're setting up. I like all the characters in it. I felt like the chicks that had attitude in it, man, they were awesome. Like I don't remember their names, but it was really fun to watch all of them interact and the kind of snarky attitude that went back and forth between some of them. I loved it. Uh I just, I, I felt like, this isn't enough and but then again and that's what I thought about is if you go back to the beginning of the first Castlevania series we only had four episodes the first season This one at least we had eight so and we had Alucard at the end of it so I was like okay looking back at that and watching that over again I was like okay I can see where this is just building this is going to be better next season uh I really, really d- dug the, uh, what do they call the guys that make the Night Beast? Forge uh, Masters. Yeah, the Forge Masters. I really dug that whole, like, whole premise of them. You had two of them in the, uh, regular Castlevania series, and then this guy was kind of a Forge Master, but not really. Uh, So, like, that—that that is a really interesting uh, genre of character that I've never really seen before. I don't know. You can't really call them, like, necromancers because they're not really, like, just bringing back the dead. They're turning them into other creatures through some sort of mystical means. Is it possession? I'm not really sure. Uh, I
2: think it's said along the lines of the a forge master uh uses their hammer to imbue a demon soul into a human body so that so the, it, it's kind of necromancy but instead of bringing a dead body back to life to bringing a demon soul into a human body and the then controller
1: so possession in essence in essence okay and it, it causes a mutation that is pretty bad. At me. So, yeah, I, I definitely like Nocturne. I, I I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to season two.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Did you see it, Deontay? Or I am not. I need to start
0: Castlevania in general.
1: You didn't watch the first series either. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's some of the best animation and fight scenes in all of anime those years, honestly. Man. Like, dude, you're talking, this is MAPA and Ufotable level animation. Hands down. Like, am I, Mike, wouldn't you say, like, yeah, easily I as good completely as good agree. As
2: good.
1: Easily as good as anything in Demon Slayer, JJK, uh, you can go look at all the Fate series, which, by the way, we... Uh, there wasn't anything hardly new this year, uh, but the Fate series has some of the most amazing, amazingly animated fight fight scenes. But this is right up there with them, man. And the last one where he's fighting like a uh, like giant demon, and he's just like flipping the whip around, bam, bam,
2: bam, bam, He's just like, fuck, dude. Man, I he's think- like. This season, Nocturne was missing. Uh, Trevor, he he's just witty and sarcastic with it. the main character in this one. What is it, Richter? He's not as uh, sarcastic and as funny as the Trevor was. So I think they need that more. Uh, um, the MC who's a bit more cheeky.
1: And, and and I think the words you were looking for for him is a little bit. He is whiny. He's yeah. wasn't very. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't very courageous. At the beginning of it, he was. I mean, it's not like he was really scared, but I don't know. He's just. I don't know. He just. He's kind of annoying, is what it is. Uh, at the end, I agree. He, he got a little better, but uh, he, he's kind of whiny. So there was that. But the animation and the other terraces made up for Richard being a little bit.
0: Thank God. Yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: Right. <laughs> Give him a $100 bill. I'm telling you stuff in his zipper. Run to the whorehouse and settle his fucking problems, please.
0: Jesus Christ, man.
1: <laughs> fucking baseball is
0: that? <laughs> All right, so uh, going on to you, Deontay. What's your number five, man? uh my number five has been talked about already a little bit uh, it's just demon slayer the swordsmith village arc uh I, I enjoyed the animation of course the music was just as good as, as the other two arcs uh they even prelude or they, they kind of like get you prepared for the next arc which should be coming out not too long from now uh where they're training with the Hashira. the Hashira training arc is coming And then right after that, we should be getting into Infinite Castle. So I'm really excited for the Infinite Castle arc of Demon Slayer. Uh, It's my my favorite. Outside of entertainment district, uh, Infinite Castle is definitely like my top arc for the Demon Slayer series. And God, it's just more wholesomeness from Tanjiro. And we we finally get to see Zenitsu and... um... Inosuke inosuke are, are coming back for the for these next two arcs too so it's going to be oh there's going to be a lot of emotional damage coming for the next two arcs so i'm excited about
2: that do you think it's going to be a movie because Mugen train was a movie because that was a short arc and the Hashira training arc is very short as well it's like uh, if i remember correctly it's one of the shortest arcs in the manga mm-hmm. so i don't see how they're going to get a season out of it
0: they should they should definitely make a movie out of that and, and then hype the hell out of it better anime rock star soundtrack uh and then just maybe drag some parts of it we could probably get like a good hour and a half out of that art maybe
2: i'm thinking the final scene would be where the master blows himself up to try and kill muzon and then that it just cuts out that way if you if you're in a movie theater, that's that's a cliffhanger. You don't know who survives, who doesn't.
0: Yeah. I'll get you
2: hyped for the <gasps> season gonna come out after that.
0: Yeah, just roll the a credits. Just,
2: exactly like uh, when Gutero did the blades, and then the credits go, and you're like, did he just did like, he just fucking blow up and kill everyone? <laughs> and you don't know until a week later.
0: Yeah, you just play like a sad like ending theme to, to like help with the, the credits and make people like who don't read the manga freak out and piss themselves. Or...
2: <laughs> I can see a lot of people would have put the fist through the TV screen when that happened.
0: Oh God, that'd be a box office smash. Yeah, well, we pretty much covered. I don't covered... know if that's
1: what they're gonna do, but uh, yeah, the movie still ended on that, on that cliffhanger. sounds pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that them do that. But uh, I thought I heard that they were going to be putting the next two arcs together in the season. Because isn't the there's some castle arc? That yeah, is, the infinite castle.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that they're putting the Hashira training and the infinite castle arc together. Is what I, I thought that I read that somewhere. Now that could be total rumor, so don't you know pull me to it. But I I believe that I heard something about that.
0: I I heard rumors like that too.
1: But I got to say that ending the movie with old boy blowing himself up would be badass. Man. People would walk out of that theater tussing. The of fucking what the motherfucking... What? What is going
2: it? on? Getting people hyped and talking about a show is what makes it money, so it'd be a perfect way to get your, everyone talking until the season starts. Exactly.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> I just it think is. you're going to have people pissing too.
0: Man... I mean, <laughs> there's maybe another rumor get...
1: maybe um, you should
2: email them and tell them my idea and get credit for it
1: right you should
0: we gotta get my should. credit for it <laughs> 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 just, yeah there's just another one
2: blowing up
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah season four is supposed to be shorter uh well it's supposed to be just as short as season three so we might have a part one and part two of infinity castle Uh, I hope that's not the case, though, because I I really want the whole Infinity Castle. There's not too many uh, places where you could end that and then, like, okay, we see you next year for part two. And it's like, no! Just give, (laughs) give me Infinity Castle all at once.
2: Well, I'm trying to think now. So you've got what fights have you got? You've got Doma versus Shinobu and- Oh, man. What's her name? we um, K... Can K... Kano... Can K... It's K... a Tanjiro's a little bear on the side.
0: Hmm. The one who
2: flips a coin. Yeah. Used to. Uh, you've also got uh, the mist against the uh, number one. Oh, what's his name? Um. Uh, you Yor- Sons- brother. Kurosu. The, the moon. Huh? The moon demon. The, the, the number one, one upper gun. One. Yeah. Uh, he goes against his ancestor, doesn't he? He goes against the mist hash- Hashira.
0: Yeah. His name starts with a K. That's all I remember. <sighs> K- it's on the tip Kyo. of my
2: tongue. on the tip of my tongue as well. I have not oh. read that manga yet. It's, it is worth it. There's three big fights and then you've got the fight against Muzon and then you've got the twist at the very end that they'll have to also do as well so Infinity Castle is a massive arc so I can say they might do the first two fights then the second two and then end it with the twist with Tanjiro at the end Yeah,
1: Infinity Castle the end of it
2: there's yeah. one more arc, Zona, I think. Two more arcs. Yeah. Hashira training, and then Infinity. That's it. And
0: that's it. That's over. There, yeah. There's something called Sunrise after that that kind of like wraps up like what happens to Tanjiro, which I won't spoil, but exactly. I, I I mean, I just
1: so you know, I already know. I mean, but I don't mind. Like, we we, could, we don't have to talk about it with other people. But I'm just saying that I'm that guy that sometimes just, I started reading something about somebody in a Mm -hmm. random page and accidentally read too far, and I'm like, oh, Uh -oh. okay, well, that that makes sense. His name's Kokoshibu.
0: There it is. Kokushibu.
2: And we've also got Akaza's fight as well.
0: Yeah. I think we get his backstory, too. Like, when people get so attached to him, it was like, yeah. He's a, he's actually one of like the more popular uh, upper moon demons for a good reason too. So
1: <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yes, indeed. So
1: does that mean we're on to number four?
0: We sure are.
1: All right. Well, I actually really am really happy to talk about. Number four. Uh, my number four is an anime called Undead Girl Murder Flark. Uh, what fart was that last word? Flark. F A R C E. I
2: oh. thought, you, thought you said FOSS.
0: It's Fart. Wait a, a minute.
1: No, uh, it, the name of it again is Undead Girl Murder Flark. And of course, Is another name for a mystery, is what I think they said at one point. So uh, it is—it's a kind of a lengthy name, but uh, the main character is an immortal chick that had her head cut off and her body stolen, and so her maid, who is also like her protector carries her head around in a birdcage cage with, like, a drape <laughs> around it. Yeah, that, that that's a thing. Because uh, so she just, like, opens it up and he's a detective. So she's trying to find her body. But she solves other things along the way. He the her name's exactly. Ayo Rindo. Ayo Rindo. Maybe I think it is. Ayo Rindo. Ayo. Aya, Rindo. And then she meets this guy who is a combination of an oni and a human, and his name is Zuru Kanuchi. <laughs> Uh He follows her around as another kind of protector and helps her. Uh, he's, if I remember right, he is like known for killing uh demons. So you know, he's supposed to be real badass. Uh the thing that really got me like it's really kind of it, it seems like it's like all supernatural and there's definitely like supernatural things going on. But uh so you know there's like werewolves in it. At one point he is uh or ski is uh Aya is uh in a contest over, they're trying to catch the Lupin Arsene Lupin, and she's in a contest with Sherlock Holmes and Watson, trying to catch Arsene Lupin, who is working with the Phantom of the Opera.
2: So then, very literal. Yeah, taxes yes. from literature.
1: Absolutely, and as it goes on you find out that there's this group called Banquet that is run by Moriarty. And the characters in the Banquet are Alistair Crowley, uh, Carmilla, who is a vampire, Victor, who is like Frankenstein's monster. And uh, there's an English serial killer who wanted to be more powerful. So he was part-owning and then also infused him with part of Aya body, because Moriarty's the one that stole her body. And uh, <laughs> he uh, infused Jack the Ripper with uh, all that stuff. Hang on just a second. Are you okay? The best exactly. Exactly. Okay. Kids, they have it. Oh. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's really interesting. Like I said, the, the literary heroes in it, uh, heroes and villains, uh, on top of werewolves and this whole supernatural vibe going on. There's another group of people in it that are called the Parisians that are there to, they, uh, just kill monsters, any of them. So they want to kill Aya Rindo and, uh, and all of the banquet they want to kill everybody they might want to kill rc lupin and the phantom of the opera because they're a little too close to monsters with the way they operate too so you know they're those kind of people we're just it. we got yeah. a few of those here in america
0: <laughs> undead girl undead murder girl farce. murder forest yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. It's,
1: it's got good animation. I wouldn't say it, it's like, you know, you know, it, it's not about the. I mean, there's really good fights, it and it's well animated, but it's not like you're not going to see like Mappa and Futuro and that kind of stuff. You know, those are like big over the top, really like, I don't know. They're like a, watching a Michael Bay movie. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. That sounds that sounds about right.
1: Right. So that's my number five. It's one that I I think that everybody will like. It's definitely got a little something for everybody. There's some comedy, some action, the murder mystery behind it, uh, plus the literary heroes that people are just gonna kinda of relate to. So yeah. I don't imagine either one of you have seen it. So, uh, no. with that one in mind, Mike, what's your number four?
2: I, I think I've got one left that we haven't talked about, and it was had one of the best opening episodes, Oshinoko.
0: Oh, really? Did you watch it? A lot of hype around it, but I haven't started it yet.
1: And that's what I'm going to say, is that I've been told by several people... That I should watch it, and, uh, I'm just not into it. sounded like an idol anime, and I try and avoid those, like, if there's gonna be somebody singing. Now, this is supposed to, uh, like, highlight the darker backside of the idol community in parts of it, so that's sort of interesting, but, uh, I'll let you tell me about it, cause, like
2: I said, I, I haven't watched anything. I don't want to spoil it much, but it, it's it's quite dark. It, it's not, the first episode is a long episode. It's like a s- tiny, small movie, but it, it sets up the whole series going forward. And I think you'd like it. It As I said, it's, it shows the darker sides of entertainment slash media in Japan. It's not all glamour and great. It's backstabbing, uh, mm-hmm. blaming, mental illnesses is brought up in a lot and it just shows you that the grass isn't always green on the other side kind of thing even though you got money and you're rich. But watch that first episode and once you watch that first episode you can't stop afterwards. The only and problem no, is it, there's a there's a part of it that is a bit weird because it it's kind of like an isekai and it delves into the isekai of weirdness uh, or slash fan surface <laughs> Like mm. a lot of them do. It's a doctor gets reincarnated as a baby of the main girl, I. So. It's technically a full-grown man is being a baby of a sixteen-year-old girl. It's Japan, <laughs> that's Japan yeah. for you. Wow, <laughs> wow. There, I
1: mean, there was the same kind of thing with Mishoku tensei Thing, you know what I mean? Because when he was reincarnated, he's a thirty-year-old man reincarnated as a baby, and he was stuck in a mommy's titty. And he was looking at him like, he yeah. a nice man. Yeah.
0: Life is good. <laughs> I can get used to this. The
1: <laughs> kid he was sneaking in, listening to his parents doing it. Like mm-hmm. he was, you know. So that, I mean, that's a little bit yeah. But then he, he started to act more normal as he got older and started to interact with people more. Like so, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> they, it's always, just it for talk, fa- like.
2: it's, it's a good story with a weird fan surface in which is most most anime when it comes to Isakai anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. You I what recommend is- watching the first episode and then you'll be hooked. I oh, am gonna head. give it a shot. I don't
1: know when, but I will definitely give it a shot. Because, like I said, you're not the only person to tell me that I should watch it.
0: Yeah. We all got some homework to do after this. Jeez.
1: Right, right. Oh, wait. No, I watched almost all that (laughs) stuff. I got to watch Oshinoko. That's the only thing I got. (laughs) Man. So, what do you got, Deontay? What's your number four? I'm looking at it, but I want to hear you tell me.
0: So I'm actually going to do a swap out because I kind of... My three and four are kind of a little bit backwards now that I've gotten to caught up on some certain shows. Uh, oh, yeah? Number four now is going to be Dr. Stone. And Dr. Stone has always mm-hmm. been one of my favorites. I was there when it first debuted on Crunchyroll. Uh, Senku is like my spirit animal. Uh, dude, dude is a beast though. I, w- I wish I had like a quarter of the brain power that this man has because he's able to just reinvent everything that mankind thrived on with that big ass head of his. He's able to rebuild civilization and he's trying to figure out why all of mankind turned into stone and it's just like, dude. Like halfway into season two, he already had a cure for the petrification. So it's like, Jesus. I actually know. He had the cure in season one, too. So, yep, was
2: like, I was
1: gonna say, he had that in season one. That's how he was building, getting people and throwing them out.
0: Yeah, he's Jesus out. a beast. Exactly.
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh, season three is really off the chain, too. I don't Do you watch it, Mike?
2: I've watched season two, but I haven't started season three
1: yet. Gotcha. I need well, to
0: start season three myself.
1: Uh,. Season 3 is definitely different. Uh, I'm not going to go into a lot of the specifics, but if you watch Season 2, you watch the special, you know what's going on. They built the boat. They're headed out across the ocean. Uh, and they go to look for, you know, they want to go ahead to where they thought this uh, sound was coming from. Mr. Y is what they call it. Uh, so that's kind of what's going on. So, uh, Again, they get into a lot of new things they're building, but I don't want to go into a lot of it. All I'm gonna say is that the best thing for me about this anime is that all of the things that they're doing in the anime are real science experiments. Now, you maybe shouldn't try them because you can blow shit up, Mm -hmm. but, uh, uh, and you may not get the experiment to work right either. There are things that have to happen that they may not go over everything in the anime, but, uh, all of the ideas that they talk about are sound scientific ideas that work legitimately. Uh, people have actually built part of the things that he has in the anime, uh, just to prove that they do work. Holden said something about, uh, the, one of the, uh, The generator that Batteries. they and what Batteries. the generator and the, the generator and the battery that he built they built that and it worked. That's my fourteen year old that told me that. By the way, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, like everything he's ever invented in the TV series is like the recipe is it's the real deal.
1: Yeah, so I I love that show. We were talking about it today. You know, Je- I don't know if you know this, but Jen's not really into animation. He likes some of them, but. He doesn't like watching anything sub. He has to watch sub. And so Holden started watching Dr. Stone back there in English. And she was like, yeah, I really like that. That's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, another one that Jem likes is awesome.
0: Yeah. Stinkoo <laughs> would be considered the witch depending on where he's at. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, he's considered a sorcerer in the show. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> he sure is.
1: All right, well, that's our number four then. Did you have anything you wanted to say about Dr. Stone, Mike?
2: No, uh, as I said, I've not watched the new season. I'm just from the south of it. It looks like I'm in for some fun there. Oh, yeah.
1: All right, well, my number three is uh, I'm going to imagine that nobody else has watched this either, but uh, (laughs) Ancient Magus Bride, Season Two came out this year Uh, it is not my typical anime Uh, Ancient Magus Bride is a story about uh, Tisei and Elias Elias is a magus who is uh, he has like skeletal hands and a black clothing cloak and like uh, like a horse or bull skull as a face and uh he's like some supernatural kind of being. Uh but he's been alive for a long time and he's in he's the ancient magnet. Uh in the beginning of the first season, he actually uh buys peace day from an auction. He's a human that in is a uh Yendi Uh Oh, sleigh Beggy is what they call him. And they're they are a human who is loved by magic and fairy. Uh so her body and a Slate Beggy, their body just naturally absorbs magic from the environment. So she's able to absorb it, and uh, it—they generally absorb too much magic, and it overloads their body, and so they die at a young age. Uh, uh, Elias buys Tezca as a slave, but he tells her, he goes, "You're free from this point on." He goes, and I'm going—I brought you to be my apprentice and my bride to be able to do what you want but this is going to be our relationship going forward just so you know Elias in the terms of relationship you find this out through the second uh, the the different things that have been out for it that Elias thinks of things in almost a childlike manner and someone told him that a bride was someone that you love and they love you so that you help them and they help you and you support each other throughout life they didn't get into the uh, emotional feelings of love it was more of a you do this they do this and so you do these things for each other as sort of a contractual relationship does that make sense yeah
0: All right.
1: Uh as it's moved on He is learning more and more about it. So don't think it's going to stay that way. But uh, he is now started in a school. Of course, all the magic users have to go to school. Uh, There's a difference in their world between mages and sorcerers. And uh, she is a mage or magus, and she's learning to be a sorcerer as well. So uh, interesting. It is more of a slice-of-life drama than I normally watch. There is definitely fight scenes in it. There are many dragons and supernatural creatures. And the story is so... This is another anime that I've cried during. The story is so completely amazing and enthralling that you cannot help but love it. It is the relationship that develops between them two, someone who has the emotions of a child, who is now working with someone who's been a, is a free slave. They've been a slave all their life and told they were less than, and now they're being told, you're exactly what we need. And it just is, it's it's really beautiful to watch the relationship bloom between them two. That's all I can say. Uh, On top of top-notch animation all the way through, when they start doing their magic, it is amazing. Uh, Just, yeah, like, it's quite a bit to watch. I think the first season was like 28 episodes, and then there was a three-episode OVA, and now season two is in core two, so it's going to be, you know, at the end of it another 28 episodes or whatever, so... 26, 28. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's, like I said, I don't know that anybody else, have you either of you, ever
2: watched the magazine. Magus Pride? I have not. I haven't watched it, but it's on my radar, as in I've heard people talk about it and say it's good.
1: Alrighty. Well, then, I will pass the mic to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You're number three, or you, you said that was the last one on your list, didn't you?
2: I did, but I've just realized no one said this one yet. Spy family. Oh, that was my number three.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we'll get it. Yeah. Both of them out of the way at the same time. Yeah, both of you. Spy family.
0: Exact same number.
1: Go ahead, Mike. You take it away. I'll to both of you guys. I haven't caught
2: oh. up on the new season yet. Where can you go wrong with Lloyd, Anya, and your perfect uh, power couple there, aren't they? Yeah. The the shenanigans, the fun. It, it, it just carried on, being as good as season one left off. And I can't wait until well, the next episode comes out in the next episode. Yeah. Just wacky hijinks with an undertone of spy espionage and can't go wrong with her. it's it it's one of those where it's got the action and the like slice of life undertones as well with them slowly budding and actually enjoying being a family even though at the start it was set up as a, a ruse to do certain things right or needing to set up a family so she's not suspicious of being an assassin Lloyd setting up a family so he can be a spy not be a yeah
0: and Anya just being able to read minds and (laughs) oh yeah she can read everybody's mind and like pretty much at all times it's like good god man she's such a comedian by herself and uh currently in this season uh we're on the yours final final mission arc and she has to protect somebody on this on this cruise. While she's on this cruise, and there's nothing but assassins on this boat, and she's gonna yeah. have to face off with all of them. And it's, it, it's been so insane so far. And it's just like uh, Lloyd and Anya had to tag along. They have no idea what the fuck is going on on this boat. But Anya, like when she gets close enough to yours, she, she can read her mind. And, And she finds out the truth about what's going on and she's like trying to find subtle ways to help mom out and and the ways that she chooses to help her are hilarious and (laughs) uh this this is probably hands down the best arc in the series uh all the other arcs are good but this one was just like like you get to find out just how good of an assassin uh your forger is and she is well trained she has like her higher ups like her the guy that tasks her with all her missions is even crazy powerful and skilled uh the old man that they sent on a cruise with them is is, is dangerous too it's just like wow the violence Everyone's goes up a notch machine. yeah oh it's oh oh look at that it's a kitten
1: yes this is the newest member of our family her it's name lurking. is What's the name? Pumpkin.
0: Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Change your,
1: oh, change oh, your cast okay. energy, that one. Okay, nope, jump down. Go ahead.
0: Bite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my uh, family's been incredible this season.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, by the end of season one, Bond was my favorite, though, because the dog is awesome. <laughs> he's just as funny
0: in this season as he was in season one
1: he always seems to know what's going on and just drags Anya out of the way in the right moment. Yeah. i don't know uh isn't there a movie coming out like is it december
0: yeah i think he yeah. comes out next month
1: yeah it's like I, some, I thought there was something else
0: coming up it's called spy family code white but i can't remember the release date though
1: all right well that was y'all's number three so we're to a number two uh my number two and again like i went way out on a limb and like tried to find things that you guys hadn't been talking about maybe you watch this one mike uh it's called heavenly delusion can goku uh giant uh i like heavenly delusion it's easier to say uh <laughs> But, uh, this one is sort of, uh, it's post-apocalyptic and there are monsters that are eating people. They call them man-eaters. Imagine that. They eat people and they call them man-eaters. It's the worst. Uh, they take all kinds of forms, like one looks like a fish kind of walking on legs. Uh, like, I don't with tentacles coming out of it. It's all weird. So, uh, But uh, you keep getting flashbacks. Like you got this brother and sister at the beginning of it, and you uh, watch them, uh, and they're they were doing something like this race, and then one of these man eaters comes, and you see both of them kind of get fucked up. You don't know what happens after that. Then it flashes and it shows you this other group of kids. It's not any of the ones that were there before. And these people are in, like, a sealed place. It looks like like a hospital kind of place. And they tell everybody they can't go outside. There's nothing but death and destruction outside or something like that. So uh, right off the bat, it's giving me a Promised Neverland vibe. You know what I mean? These kids inside the place giving me the Promised Neverland vibe. All right? But then you got these other two kids. Uh, the these other two kids. When it goes back to them, uh, you only see the one, and it's the older sister. Okay, and she's walking around with this blonde dude who's not her younger brother. this just some other dude, and she's. You find out that she's transporting him somewhere. Uh, like there's just. I don't want to give. Did you watch it, Mike? I have not. Unfortunately. Uh, It is very dark. It's definitely up your alley. Um, Good animation. Um, I don't want to go into what is going on, but it is like, think The Last of Us and Promised Neverland and that kind of a scenario and vibe. And that's what it is. It's really good. And... Uh there's another one of those like controversial scenes where some shit happens that you don't want to talk about uh, at some point in it and like you just yeah it's really good it's really dark and edgy and uh, at the same time like you watch relationships grow between certain people in it so uh, you know it's, it's not much of a comedy there's a few things Times that are, you make you chuckle, but it, it's not really a comedy. You're, you're not going to be laughing much. It's mostly shitty shit.
2: Yeah.
0: You, to,
1: you know, sometimes it'd be like that, you know? But, uh, it's really good. Um, I, again, I've seen a lot of people talking about it. Uh, the writing on it really, uh, they're searching for the two of them, the girl, while she's transporting that kid, she's looking for uh, other people that she knew in the past. And uh, that hunt for those people leads her to uh, sometimes when you don't want what you ask for, kind of situation. You know? Right. She finds out that it wasn't really what she thought she, when she finds them. So, yeah, but it is. Like I said, really good, dark, uh, I, I, you know, don't watch it with kids, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, it's not a kid's movie. It's not a oh, It's like it's uh,
0: So, uh... It's pretty high up on your list if it's your number two.
1: Man, I'm going to tell you, like, it had me. Like, I was watching it hardcore, and, uh, like, it... it, it to fuck me up at the end of it when there's a huge twist that happens and i was just like oh, man. wow like you know just, yep it, just, it was what it is you know but yeah it's that high because uh like i said it it, it had it all man it really had it all it, good writing good animation uh not only was the writing good but the story kept giving you these ups and downs and highs and lows and emotions that you, you know you're like wow this so and, and uh you know as you're watching it that not everything that you're watching is happening in chronological order but you also don't know what might or might not be in chronological so and that's kind of why I said it, it kind of sucks with you a little bit in that you're trying to figure out what's going on and uh, I I had figured, like I said
2: you dropped off everybody yeah. dropped off.
1: Uh, sorry about that uh, but yeah, at the end of it, there's a little twist that, you know, you're like, damn, out of everything that I thought I had figured out, that wasn't something that I had figured out. So, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely suggest it. It's definitely one of those that, uh, takes you on a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, um,
2: anything Listen else
1: to you want to talk about, Mike? You got a number two or a number one or anything? I know that you, you look most of the most your list.
2: See, the only problem is my number one and number two are Attack on Titan and JJK, but you guys put that way lower down your lists.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: I... It, it was it,
0: it's it's hard for me it was hard for me to find something better but then just just like shows like my my top two and then spy family i was just like there's no way i can lower them i probably could have moved dr stone a whole lot lower and and was put,
1: surprised was
0: higher than was. yeah dr stone should have been like my number eight tack on titan should have been higher bleach should have been higher and jjk probably could have been a a little bit
2: above Demon Slayer, honestly. See, the problem right. with JJK is everyone's saying it that the last few episodes, I've the animators again overworked, Way as good as they could have been. Right.
1: Man, I got ministers for them, people. MAPA's been doing this for years. People have been complaining about it for years. I'm not saying that makes it right. But what are you going to do about it? I mean, until there are laws and regulations put in place in Japan that stop them from doing this stuff, they're going to keep doing it. I mean, they can just keep hiring new people to do what they're doing. Uh, I mean, and people, when they take the job, generally, if you're an animator, you're out of work, and somebody says, hey, we're going to give you a place to live. It's right here in the building. You don't even need a car to get to work. That sounds like a good fucking gig.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And, you know, then you get there and you find out that you're required to work 65 hours a week. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and anything over 40 hours is unpaid. Uh, that's what how you pay for your apartment. You know what I mean? It, it, I'm not saying that it's right and I but I don't know what to do about it and it's but I guess complaining about it everybody keeps talking about it maybe the company will feel some pressure and obligation to then change something but I mean we're talking about Japan and I don't see them I don't see them doing it I don't see them putting in those regulations to stop that that's one of the things that they are they want things very unregulated because they don't have to worry about those things when trying to move some kind of technology forward. Uh, they Same thing with their housing. They build, they if they say it very directly that they build houses like other people build, you know, TVs and cars. They're disposable. You build a house, you live in it for 10 or 15 years, then you go buy a new place, we'll build pull those that down and build something new because somebody wants to do a shit anyway, and they sell their houses a lot cheaper. But they, you know, I, I watched a, a couple videos on it the other day because, you know they don't have a housing problem in Japan. There's affordable housing there, In in Tokyo even, and that's amazing that in the middle of huge cities like that they still have affordable housing. Yet I just got told that my rent on this piece of shit place that i rent is going to go up to 850 dollars a month you know go up 250 dollars a month in a couple months and i'm like
0: yeah it? there's a couple of tiktokers that talk about how japan is like one of the, one of the places that like if you were to abandon america you could probably get by uh, tokyo was one of them and i was like wow what so that yep. kind of reinforces why people say that. that. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, they build a lot of their uh, structures. And not only that, they build a lot of their society to be not necessarily, and I say disposable, I don't mean it to sound like that, but they they, they think about things as these aren't permanent. They're not as, uh, how th- this is the way I want to say it, they are not as attached to material goods as Americans are. For Americans, those material goods are a status symbol, a symbol of your superiority in working or finance or whatever the fuck it is you do. This is your status symbol. Because I got money, I got cars, I got bitches, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know? that's, that's how you show that you're big stuff. That's not the way it is in Japan. That's I mean, I'm not going to say that there's not people that are that way, but they... Also, have you know they they build their shrines to last They build, you know, and if you build a family estate, you'll build that last. But if you are just buying a house in the city to go to work in, you are going to buy something because you are how long you are going to be working that job. You may want to move in five years, so you know that's it's a different way of looking at things and not putting the uh, emotional attachment that a lot of people have to the material things that you buy. At least that's the way I kind of look at people, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't think
1: they think of their society as disposable, just that they think of certain things as they're not as attached to it as other people are.
0: Yeah, and and Mappa's employees like threatening to go on strike. I think that's probably the best way to handle that is to send a message just by, like, you can't you can't fire all of us if if none of us show up to work. What you gonna do? And right, hit hit them in the pockets.
1: Well, and here's the thing: is that supposedly the last two episodes of JJK weren't supposed to come out on time obviously they did but is the next one going to be late is the one after that going to be late at some point they're going to fall behind you know yeah we're about to fuck around and find out for real real all right let's let's finish this up we got jjk talked about
0: what's your number two Deontay? my number two is actually mishoku tensei and i'm pretty sure you saw that coming because there isn't too many anime that I would place above Mushoku Tensei, so that was a number two pick. That's rightfully there. Uh, my, one of my favorite main characters uh, in anime, Rudy, is Gray Rat. Uh, like you said before, thirty-something-year-old man died in a car accident and reincarnated as a as a child from like ground zero and starts his whole childhood over with again. Guys like a prodigy uh wizard or magic user and he doesn't even need incantations to activate his spells and attack stuff and then he just gets better and better over time he learns a lot of harsh life lessons as he goes along uh he even experiences his first heartbreak of uh, after he loses his virginity like the girl goes to him after he gets laid <laughs> like Oh, uh, poor Rudy. It's like watching your own son grow up because it's like Man,
1: that was rough watching get ghosted. Like they they slept together and he's like, Am I doing it right? He's all nervous about it. Uh-huh. And then he wakes up and he's just gone. And it's yeah. like Oh my god, I must Jeez. have been
0: so bad. I was like, not my little boy, not my son. It's like the kid looks nothing oh, like me, but
1: fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, was that? There, there's three seasons, right, or is it two? Because I'm. Oh, it's just two,
1: man.
0: Just two. Okay, it's so season cute. one left off with Eris ghosting him, and season two picks up with him trying to move on from from her, basically, and he's just like, Yo, I just can't get, I just can't get hard for anybody else, like. I think I have erectile dysfunction. And it's, it, he, he goes on his whole mission to try to solve his erectile dysfunction uh, while at the same time trying to solve the mystery of that mass teleportation that happened in season one as well. And it's just like, God, it's, so, it's hilarious and, it, and it's painful because it's like, bro, you got all these different options of women to choose from and you just can't get it up for nobody but Aeris. And it's like-
1: I got to tell you, this season two made me feel about as awkward as I have ever felt watching an anime. Like, the links he goes to to try and, you know, and the fact that they're just, like, talking about it the whole time, I'm just like, why are we watching the the impotent anime? I, I was like, man. <laughs> oh,
0: they're like, worried about A.I. Rudy's worried about I.A. Uh. <laughs> it was like, damn, Rudy. And he finally... I think he had a solution, too. Like, uh, or, Yeah, he did find a solution at the end. So, Mike, if you haven't seen it, if you didn't mind spoilers, he rendezvous it, with Sylvie again. But I won't tell you what else happens with Sylvie. Unless you've seen it.
2: I haven't seen it, but I can... From What you're saying, I can imagine he's. I can imagine what sorts out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he he, 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 he figures something out now. I'm proud of him now. <laughs> he's he, he's a man now. I, I, he's got to be like 15 or 16 now. And it's just like, damn, this is his struggle, his life struggle right now. Everybody else is like trying to survive or uh hunt down monsters and demons, and he's just like, I just can't get hard. <laughs>
1: It's like thing He was working on in the anime too. That's <laughs> not the only thing he was concentrating on. But yeah, yeah, it really seemed to be a lot of it. And like, oh gosh, the, the, it's cringe it's like,
0: very Yeah, crazy. like a big dosage like, of cringe and wholesomeness going on in this right, series. Right. It's like, God.
1: Uh, all I'm going to say him and the Beast Girl is cringe.
0: Yeah, and
1: that was cringe. All right, I'm True. not going to tell you what happened, Mike. Go watch it. But it was cringe.
0: That is something <laughs> to look forward to because hey, Mushoku Tensei, I think, won Anime of the Year twice at Crunchyroll, and then JJK came out. Or no, Mushoku Tensei won Anime of the Year one year, and then JJK picked up the next year, and I think One Piece was just recently the Anime of the Year. So it's like three really great animes for a reason. But that, that that's that's it for my number two. We show show Tensei they earned its spot. Uh oh. Sorry about
1: that. I had the family asking me something and I was like sparing everyone else the the dirty details on it. Uh by the way, I'm gonna go we need to go ahead and get our Number one's out because it is food thirty. and you, yeah. need get, you need to get wash your ass and get over here so you can eat. But, uh, yeah, I love Michelle Kutense, I cannot wait for more of it to come out, Uh and then we'll move on. My number one. We are not. I, I love my, my boys at and comedy and fine, but we ain't screaming like that on this cast. <laughs> it's not. I I got ears, and I'd like to keep a little bit of hearing. I still got in there. So uh my number one is Bungo Stray Dog. Uh it would have been in my top five regardless. Uh if I wouldn't have been avoiding yours and Will's list. Uh but it, it was absolutely amazing. We got seasons four and five this year in twenty twenty three. Complete. And man, did we eat good. Uh I don't know if anybody did you watch Bungo Stray Up play? i have not not any of it right no
0: i watched it but i'm not caught up
1: gotcha well i won't go into spoilers because like i said we're we're getting towards the end of the year uh but all i want to say is like i mean like the story was amazing oh my gosh like you're looking at like this going this back flipping is this person traitor what's going on here like so many different storylines going on uh in it at once and the hunting dogs is what new uh what starts in season four and what goes into season five and they are power users like the detective agency only they're uh working for the police basically they work for the government and stuff and yeah man it just wow, they're badasses, real badasses, and so it just goes, it it is really insane, using their contacts, and uh, when you talk about twists and turns, this show has them in just magnitudes that other shows don't, it was really amazing, such a great story, Uh, four and five have been the best seasons. Out of all of them, I was really worried when I started season four, uh, because I was not the hugest Rompo fan. Uh, you know which one Rompo is?
0: Yeah, I do. Okay, uh,
1: he's like the detective of the detective agent, all right. And uh, I wasn't real big into Rompo, and then this season started, and man, he just like ran away with it. H- hands down, my favorite character. I mean, I love Chuya. I love Don Di- Donzo, Di- Daiso, Uh mm-hmm. I love, I love him. Daiso, uh, Daiso. I'm getting their names mixed up. I'm like a letter or two off, but he's awesome. But man, you just, uh, yeah, man. So yeah, Stray was,
0: great show, man. It yeah, it really is.
1: Lot a lot of fun. Uh, so go ahead with. uh did you
2: want to say anything Mike about that no it's just one of those that I need to get on to as quick as I can as I said I think I've got a list of 10 so far
0: <laughs> He's got his work cut out from
2: oh 92.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then once we that I'll kind of help you get caught up on that because when we do start doing the regular shows What I'll be doing is I'll come in and give you like a little synopsis of what's been going on in the last couple of episodes of a couple anime each week. Is uh and and you'll give me a synopsis and we'll talk about an episode of something that you watch. Uh whoever's there on the show with you. That's kind of what I how I wanna run it. And uh I'll switch up shows each week on, you know, what's popular, what's been really good, you know. Everybody goes through a love in episodes, so you know. But uh, yeah, I'll, you can listen to me talk about the love in that way, you don't have to watch them all the way through. You can just, you know, listen to me talk. <laughs>
0: true, true.
1: I'm just playing. So what's <laughs> your number one, Deontay?
0: My number one is, of course, One Piece, the Land of Wano arc. And- <laughs> That rightfully earned a uh, place of the fir- the first and greatest. Uh, just recently, won Anime of the Year. Uh, we even had major events like the debut of Gear Five Luffy, which is tattooed on my hand on my arm. If y'all can see that, uh, there- I have better uh, photo of that um, in my phone. But yeah, One Piece uh, Wano Art just concluded finally. Uh, next episode i believe uh no no wano's not concluded concluded yet uh this saturday coming up is when they uh say their final goodbyes and then get on the boat so after that if guys who read the manga expect uh we're getting ready to get into the egghead arc uh and a lot of crazy stuff goes down from there and and I mean like in game crazy. Ichiro Oda went balls to the wall uh with the pass. God like Wano ended in the manga like chapter 1070 something and right now we're like 1099 and it's nothing but egghead and and crazy shit going on. Uh So hopefully we don't, the anime doesn't catch up that fast, so we'll have to get more filler. But word on the street is we might not get filler at all. So maybe they'll just pace the shows a little bit better or pace the new episodes a little bit better. And um, by the time we finish Egghead, the manga will already be like two arcs ahead, hopefully. Wishful thinking. Man, it's so good. Kaido's down, Big Mom's down. Uh, our boy is finally an emperor of the sea, and uh, yeah, it, it is such a great show. Great animation, great fights.
1: Man, talking about the animation, it it stepped up so much after the hack when they lost all the stuff when they yeah. came back. It's almost like they were like, "We lost all this old animation. Let's just scrap everything we did and start over with this new badass." And since that time, everything they've done has been amazing. Like every episode has been on point.
0: Yeah, they haven't missed yet. Even like the slower episodes, they take their time with the music. Uh, They 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 pay these past couple episodes. They kind of pace like the. The wholesome moments a little bit better, uh if you 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 knew you knew when they were stalling and you knew when they were not. Like right now, it doesn't feel like they're stalling uh, for time so that Oda can get to, some more chapters out. Like right now, it's just like the perfect flow, and you get to see Tama finally enjoying food now. She can eat whatever she wants. Uh, Luffy's going around being just like this noble big brother for everybody, and. It's, it's awesome. Like uh, Wano couldn't have ended a better way than it did. Exactly. Exactly. I
1: can't disagree with you more, man. Like, it was... Like, the uh, manga just, like, put into perfect animation and a little bit added here and there. I mean, you, you just really couldn't have asked for... a a better way to end it. I I do have to laugh because like I told you and Will that one time, like we watched all these episodes of this fight in the uh, Onigashima and it's like, you know, 150 episodes and it's not even 12 hours of actual time going on in that time. It's more... There's more anime time than the real time in that area. It's, just, it's, it's crazy. crazy. How much, how there's much so much there's
0: stuff there. going on in just like 24 hours in that one universe. And it's just like, good God almighty. Like, yep showed up and liberated a whole country in like a week.
2: It was crazy. you watch One Piece, Mike? Yes, I do. Uh, and... <laughs> Big mom against the Kid and Law, fantastic fight, amazing. Even even with Luffy walking between the two yonkos and doing the fist, oh,
0: can't think of it. red, the red hot, red rock. Or, the rock, rock, yeah, rock.
2: yeah. I think that was the start of when the animation just took 10, 10 steps up, and then every single fight scene after that just got better and better. Did I? I, There's a few parts in, you know, Gear 5 that I thought were a bit wacky, even though it's supposed to be 100%, (laughs) though. But, yeah. Top anime. Can't beat it. Yeah. However, was Gear 5 as big as Ultra Instinct, as everyone was thinking? I don't think it was. But it's still a fantastic form, and it's. Just part of the law of learning more about Joy Boy down the line. Yeah, absolutely. And just finding out what it means to be the Sun God Nika in the universe.
0: Yeah, L- Luffy I- having that potential tune power upgrade and being able to wail on emperors and navy admirals is just like he is scary strong now. So maybe second to Ultra Instinct being debuted to the world. Uh, but the, there, there wasn't a crazy amount of hype for Gear 5, that was for sure.
2: I might just I be didn't... biased, though, because...
0: Yeah. Kakarot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was... I just
2: like my silver-haired MCs. <laughs>
0: Gotta have them
1: got to uh man I gotta say guys that was a lot of anime to go over but that was some amazing list that, there was so much good anime this year last year as well I mean we are being spoiled by the anime gods
0: yeah big time
1: uh by the way, I'm just going to go over the... I told you guys I had four honorable, honorable mentions. Uh, there was the, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Time, Vengeance of Colia, uh, Martial Magic and Muscle was one of my honorable mentions. That was just an amazing show. Uh, ZOM 100, they've only gotten to episode nine, and they had a uh, production delays. They're supposed to be finishing up the last three episodes soon. If you haven't watched it, oh, it's so funny. It's such a different take on zombies. And the colors and uh, cinematography of the anime is different than anything that I've watched. Uh, Really a bright spot. Uh, I just, I couldn't put it on the list with it only getting to nine episodes. I'm disappointed. Uh, The production delays, I think that, you know, I, it happens. People get sick, but you know, I, I would like to have seen a full anime come out uh, looking at other stuff, but uh, Ragnar Crimson is another one. It's it's coming out right now. It's new. It's uh, all about fighting dragons, and uh, there's several anime out this year that are actually about people that send their consciousness into the past to teach the younger self something Mm -hmm. and that's what happens in this and so uh, you got some little you know wimpy kid that is past or his future self comes to the back and says pick it up boy! Time the cowboy (laughs) up! And turns him into a badass real quick and it just it's fun again not Top ten worthy, I don't think, with the other ones that are out, but uh definitely a lot of fun. Uh that you know, if people want to check something out. Uh and with that, I think we're done. Uh we just over three hours, so I think my vo- voice is done too. So Yeah, it probably would have
0: been longer with Will, so maybe so maybe maybe we did catch a break. I don't know. Uh that that, yeah, that, the, that would have been some work. That with that minute, yeah, top ten to, to to go off of, like, whew. well,
1: to be honest, uh, there's only looking at his. There's one, two, three, four, five. I okay. guess half his list wasn't anything that we talked about. Uh, Black Clover, Sword of the Wizard King, uh, Eminence and Shadow, which is just a hot natty today, so mm-hmm. good. Uh Fate Strange Things. We only got like uh, I think it was like an hour long special like, about Lizzie? it.
0: Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: but uh we're supposed to get the whole story uh as a season soon. Um Trigun Stampede, which was the new Trigun and an animation. CG animation in it. Like I'm normally not down with CG animation, but it was so good. Like I loved it it reminds me of, did y'all ever watch Dragon's Lair, or not watch, play the video game Dragon's Lair? Remember that game?
2: Uh, Rings a bell. Uh,
1: Look up, when you get off of here, look up Dragon's Lair, it's a video game, and you'll see the pictures of it, and then when you look at like the character of, the characters in it are kind of built like the characters in Dragon's Lair, and they kind of have the same animation look to them. It just—it it was so reminiscent of it for me. But I love the animation in *Trigon Stampede*. Uh, and then the last one is *Undead Unluck*, a really fun show that's just taking off. I—I uh, I think it'll be big in the next. You know, like at the end of the season, it'll be one a lot of people are talking about.
0: Yeah, we'll seem to like that one too. Uh, but. I need I need to do a little homework on that myself to see what the hype is about.
2: Oh, well, I've I've seen it around, but I haven't started watching it yet. Yeah,
0: yeah I, this weekend I'm gonna try to finish Shangri La Frontier. Uh, I need to finish i mean i know i know at some point i got to do pluto as well and then i might go to other eminence first or i might just finish dr stone i will finish dr stone and then go to eminence
1: eminence is kind of long since it's in the season two already Ooh. yeah uh. Well, hey, man, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, you got shout outs. Mike, do you have anybody you want to shout out to, say hi to out there that may watch the podcast or give anybody some got, love?
2: Not really. I was the oddball in my family. <laughs> so <laughs> And there's not many nerds around my area. So unfortunately, I'm flying solo. That's why I met you guys.
1: Hey, there you go.
2: That's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> and
0: networking at its finest.
1: Absolutely. Well, Deontay, I don't really have anybody to give shout outs to. <clears throat> doing to anybody out there? Uh, and then you go ahead, man. I know you like to give some shout outs to people.
0: Uh yeah, just real quick. Uh, I definitely want to give a shout out to Comically Inclined. Uh, episode 11 of our main podcast is this Saturday at 6:30 p.m. Central. Uh, we'll be talking about the Marvels in depth. Uh, we'll talk about Invincible season two and the Lokins or the, the low key season two finale as well. Uh, with Blake and Danny who are going to be our uh, official guests on, on the show now. And then uh, next month will be the season three finale of Saturday Night Nerds. So everything is going to be redone. Hopefully new deep song, new artwork for the logo uh, and more episodes from War, Mugiwara Mondays, uh, Jacob's Film Perspectives and, and all and all that jazz. So it next year is going to be a lot of fun, more special guests coming in. And um, Mike, you're more than welcome to come back and hop hop on any of these shows if you got some opinions that you want to get out.
2: Well, I've got a lot of opinions, and I won't stop. I won't stop. So I'll jump on, and whenever I've got spare time, be, be happy to join in.
0: That sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, if 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 that if that's all we got then that concludes episode one of SNN war
1: it was fun guys have a good night and we'll catch you next time
0: yes sir and you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving.